Everybody, welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. Uh, this month, our your D commentators are me, Luke, and me, Emma, and just us again. We are home for Thanksgiving, and we just kind of felt like taking a chill recording sesh without having to Skype somebody in or whatnot. Just chilling. I'm wearing a robe. She is wearing a robe. I ate a leftover sandwich for breakfast. It's a very relaxed day. So yeah, you know. we and but, yeah, so we're just doing a nice chill recording and i hope everyone had a nice thanksgiving it's literally the day after thanksgiving we're recording a little later in the month than usual uh but yeah so we are here to discuss the classic it only came out three years ago so even though we call all the movies classics i feel a little weird calling it classic um zapped starring zendaya which emma decided to force on me and, and I'm, I'm glad i did i'm not it was an experience that we will discuss. First, let's talk about some DCOM news. There's only really one thing we need to talk about, which is uh, the new, the only DCOM that I'm aware is currently being teased right now, aside from like High School Musical 4 and Freaky Friday, which we talked about last time. Zombies. Uh, we've talked about this before, and it's... This movie has me shook. It's a lot to take in. So they released a small trailer and then a music video for the first song. And at first they just released a lyric video for the song. And it made that me it made me want to blow my me. brains out. It was so bad. It's literally listen, if you want to hear someone say the word zombie land to you 17 <laughs> times per second. What the fuck is zombie land? It's where the movie takes place. I they couldn't think of a well, better they, name well, than zombie land? I know. Look, personally in my head canon it's a suburb of Halloween town. Second, but according to the trailer it's, it seems like they're trying to set up, don't quote me on this, but it seems like they're trying to set up, like, a segregated society where, like, there's normal people and then there's zombies. By the way, again, I think we've mentioned this, zombies just means you look like Jared Leto Joker. You just have green hair and white skin. You don't, like, decay. That's... The thing about zombies, well, probably because they try, are trying to keep these teens hot, so everything yeah. that crushes on them, but the thing about zo- that zombie song is that it literally sounds like they computer-generated... Yeah. <laughs> Like, they were, like, ran so they're like, give me High School Musical peppy cheer song, but zombies. Yes. It's like a Mad Libs version. It's of, literally just, like, wham, bam, now, guess what, now you're, you're in zombie, zombie land. land. Wham, bam, it's something oh, like that. Damn. Yeah, like, they don't, yeah. It's rough. Just people screaming. I wouldn't even describe it singing. Yes. I will say, my hats off to them, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if this is a Kenny Ortega joint, but the choreography in the music video is very good. It was some good dancing. Yeah. I, I was feeling the dancing. There's always good dancing when they get Kenny in there, but well, the I don't know if they did get Kenny. I didn't know if they got Kenny in there as well. Oh, saying. I thought you were I, saying, I, you I fucking know. Google it before you bring uh-huh. it up on the well, podcast. I just was saying... What are you doing, just spreading fake well, news? No, I was just saying, I don't know if they got Kenny in there, but we know Kenny does his best work with choreography. Um, I realized I just typed the word zombies into Google, and that's not that's, that's going to return too many not things. Not going to give you what you want. So, yeah, so they're trying to set it up, from how it looks to me, that it's like this segregated society where, like, 
zombies and humans both go to the same school, but, like, zombies can only go to their own classes, and then the humans go to their own. And, like, there's, like, the zombies, like, live in apartments, and, have, like, Zed, the main zombie, has, like, a little sister, which I don't know how that works. I'm like, not even gonna touch Can that. zombies have sex and produce children, or was it his little sister who got zombified? Like, it's... I'm just, I'm confused about every every part of it, really. I'm over it. As far as I can tell, Kenny Ortega was not involved, but that's just what IMDb says. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he, maybe he just choreographed that one number. I don't know. But, so, yeah, this movie... He probably isn't. Like, no, he's, probably he's probably not, not. involved at he's, all, He's probably not. Luke but, just threw out Well, because it, cause he's the best Disney Channel choreographer that they have. And so, even he took one look at this and said, no fucking yeah. thank you, I'm out. <laughs> but so I'm saying, when I see good choreography in a current Disney Channel movie, I'm like, oh, maybe they got Kenny to do it. Anyway... My point is, it looks like a travesty. And it looks bad. It looks very bad. Although I will say, it actually really ties into what we're talking about today. I thought Zap was going to be way worse than it appeared. Zap is actually good. Let's not I go, let's liked not, Zap. Let's not go throwing the word good around. It was like it had a lot of cheesy tropes, but you know what? Some of these movies are a fucking slog, and this one went by in a timely fashion. I was entertained. Mm. I wanted to see how it panned out. Mm. Some of it was annoying, but it was it, it held my interest, which a lot some okay. of these cannot. I'll give you that. It held my interest relatively, but I do think it was a bit of a slog because like you could tell where it was going, and it, and even it knows where it's going. Like, they reference how it's going to go, but then you spend a lot of time not going there. It it just, it was, I agree with you, it was not bad. I don't know if I would call it good, but it wasn't, it was not bad, is what I would say. Mostly the reason I enjoyed it uh, is because this film stars Zendaya, and for those of you who don't know, Zendaya is around my age, and I am very attracted to Zendaya. Zendaya? So she is beautiful. Zendaya, my first note is, wow, Zendaya is stunning. She is also, beautiful. Also, are we saying that correctly? Zendaya? Zendaya, or is it Zendaya? I've always, heard, always, Zen, I've always heard it said Zendaya. Let's just Google it. Let's just Google it real quick. It's not Zendaya, it's Zendaya. Oh. Alright, well now it's gonna, now we're gonna enter... People think it's more, it's really like papaya, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. So, we, wait, we were right? People think it's more exactly not like papaya, but it's not. Okay. The A and the I are just like is in day. So it's like, so okay. It's, um, no, it's Zen day. day uh, okay. Zendaya. So listen, we're going to enter into some Ricky Oldman territory where I spend the entire podcast trying to say Zendaya, but I'm going to say Zendaya. Zen- it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. But she, first of all, I feel hurt because now now I feel like there's no chance. Now, yeah, I, you now pronounced know, her name wrong. I pronounced her name wrong. It's never going to happen. But I heard my first note, too, was she's actually legitimately she's, stunning. She's, she's, yeah, everything about her in this movie just works. But so let's let's get into this property. So we open up on a wedding. And I got to give this movie credit. I did like the fact that they just drop you in the thick of it. Yeah. I You don't need that much setup. You just, it's just like, here, here's the thing. Although the thing is Zendaya, see, already, Zendaya is giving a speech at her mother's at her wedding. mother's wedding to another man. Her dad is of course dead. 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 We never figure out what happened. That's a dead parent count. That's a dead dead parent count. We don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened to do him. Do they actually Okay, this is another one I had it. But do they ever actually say he's dead? They We just assume it's, it. It's heavily implied. Maybe he left the family and, and they're just sad about him abandoning them. Okay, look, that's the thing. If they got a divorce, it would be crazy that they were talking about him like this. Because she's like, don't you remember when he got this for me? Yeah, like, they talk about him fondly, so we're assuming that he didn't, like, abandon yes, them. Yes, it's... But they do never say, I miss him, he's gone, or, like, and, he passed. And knowing Disney Channel's track record, he's probably dead. Yeah, I'm going to assume he's dead. Yes, but I'm but just, so, I just want to clarify that they do not tell us what happened to him or no. how long ago what happened right, or whatever. Right, right, right. 
But so she's giving a speech because she's also the maid of honor. And she does, isn't that already? I'm freaking Zoe. I'm going to call her Zoe as her character's name. Zoe, um, she does say a really nice line to her mom. She's like, my mom, it's just been us for a while because of dad, whatever. Um, and but mom, you're not only my mom, you're my best friend. So I thought that oh. was cute. But I at the same time. I was wondering why they were toasting with teacups Well, because it, because, well, no, it was punch. And it's because Disney, no one can drink in Disney ever, ever. They're a wedding and they were all adults. For, except for in that one episode of Boy Meets World. But, she, but what I was going to say is her speech is kind of exposition-y because instead of getting the backstory and dropping us in, we get her saying like, oh, we've been just ourselves and now I'm living with five guys. My stepdad, I don't know, is... I don't know his name. Yeah, Loud okay. stepdad. Yeah, listen. There is... the One of the problems I have with this I movie... I don't know any of the boys' names. I don't know anyone's name, really. I know Zoe is her name. I don't know the mom's name. I know... The the love interest. The name brother's is, name is Adam. I know the, the one. Brother. The one no, brother's the name. Is, brother's name is Adam, one, and I only know that because it was written on that letter. Yes. Well, no, no, no. She's the, for me. What kept happening is I would make a note that said I don't know this person's name, but I like them, and then they'd say the name. So the main villain, I didn't. I was like, I don't know her name. I don't know her name. And then they said Taylor, and Taylor. I was like, oh, it's Taylor. And then during the nice scene with the brother, she calls him Adam. I was like, okay, the brother's name is Adam. I don't know anyone's name really, and that's kind of a problem. I don't know the dad's name. I don't know two out of the three boys' names. I don't know two of the. I, no. don't, I don't know the dad's but, name. But so I don't know the love interest name. Jackson. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, I did that learn. I right know that. No, that one I got. I got the love interest name. But so she, we go down the line of the, like the wedding table, and we meet each of the brothers, and like they're kind of trying. But they didn't to, make an impression on me because I clearly don't remember that. Yeah. Well, they're kind of trying to set up their traits at the at the outset, where the the first brother just gives like an awkward wave. So I was like, all right, I don't get what's bad about that. And the other one is like eating a bunch of food. He's like the fat one. He's like, like also, the, this is a little not progressive for his reason as this movie this is, is. This is a lot of not progressive. This movie, my other big problem with this movie, is it is a harsh, harsh reinforcement of gender roles. Yeah. And gender norms. I have a lot of thoughts about this. I didn't know what it was getting into it, but it's actually oh. a very topical movie for the times that we're living in and the current <laughs> political and pop culture climate. But if I have to hear the phrase, boys will be boys yeah, ever yeah, again, that's, that's, it yeah. makes me want, I wrote it to down be, here, to, I thought they only in say this it current climate, the, there's twice. Oh, twice. Hearing the phrase, boys will be boys, actually makes me want to rip my own mm, skin off I and agree. throw my fleshless corpse <laughs> over the edge of a high cliff into a churning sea. Yeah, okay. I never want to hear that phrase again and this movie is like relying on like the gender yeah, roles literally, of like, boys be boys. Li- like, no, literally, we're going to get to the tagline in this movie. The tagline has boys will be boys in it. <laughs> but no, I, I did cringe when they said boys will be boys. Not because of the political current climate, but just because I was like, God, they're doing this. Um, but listen, we don't want this whole episode to be a discussion about gender politics in, cur- in current America and anything. But but it's going to be, because I'm it's here. It's going to be a little bit. Because this, th- like I said, there's a lot of gender norms reinforced, and it does tries to not do that, but it does at the same time. But... Um, my, but but also you, you you brought up you didn't realize what this movie is and I sh- we should address this. This movie is almost in no way a remake of the original Zapped. I don't I didn't know that the original Zapped you existed. didn't know existed. But I did some research because I thought that the original Zapped was about a guy who like during a lab accident gets the power to control people's minds. Not what happens. He gets telekinetic powers and can move stuff with his mind, and he does that mostly to take the tops off of women because it was a gross eighties sex comedy. Got it. Um but so but at Good. the same but at the Good. same time, I guess you could maybe call it a spiritual accessor in a way. Because it's so about it a girl who like gets he, a power. He could control girls. No, just, he, could he could just, just move he would, stuff. And yeah, and honestly, I, from what I read on Wikipedia, he seemed to be not super into doing that. But his jackass best friend was like, "Hey, let's use this power to gamble and get women and stuff." But 
But but at the same time, you could kind of call it a spiritual successor because, you know, it's about a girl who gets his power to do similar things, but she uses it in a very different way. But, um, the other, but so it's almost not a remake. And honestly, the most painful moment of this movie for me was after the wedding scene. So let me finish up the wedding scene. She just is like expositing to this wedding crowd that, yep, I now have to move in with five we guys. We have a Brady well, Bunch-like well, well, scenario yes, happening. four guys and a dog who's also, who she says. Humphrey. I actually yeah, know the dog's name. Yeah, Humphrey. Humphrey's the dog's name. But then she's like, and Humphrey, who is also male. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's a weird delivery of that line. But, uh, and then the dog like starts to like run and knocks a bunch of tables over and the boys try and get it and then a chocolate fountain gets spilled on her which it's super obviously not just melted chocolate it's like water with like a drop of cocoa powder in it because it's so it's so liquidy it's so liquidy and then she's like okay here here to the wedding and then we cut straight then to- that is a great you were saying this earlier as we were watching the end of it yeah that is a great like mm, i'm shoving down my feelings voice yeah she goes, mm. Okay, okay this, there it is. Yep. This is happening. She does all a great right. face where and she, like, a face tightens, too. she tightens her lips. She tightens and she's like, mm-hmm. like, all right, this happened. Right, here we go. Cheers, cheers. cheers. And, like, cheers. she does yeah. it. It's very it's, well. Yeah, she does it a lot. Yeah. And that's, like, half of her character in this movie. But, but it works. They work to her strengths. But, um, and then we cut to the title screen immediately. And this was the most painful moment where I realized why it's called Zapped. Because Z and then ED are in purple, but the APP is in red. Oh, so, like an app. Yes. <laughs> Because they're emphasizing the fact that she uses an app I to do this. Get I did not that. I had seen the logo for this movie so many times, and then on the title screen, because like the red part of it, the app part sparkles a little bit. I was like, oh god damn it, it's Disney gonna... got me. I didn't put two and two together on that one. I didn't until right now, and no. you have to tell me. Also, I will say the amount of like technology, um, the heavy um, technology phone references make this means this, this movie is gonna age like milk. Oh her yeah, her iPhone already looks like a fucking brick that you would put. Well, no, 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 not house. her iPhone, her generic smartphone. Oh not, like, yeah, wait, they, they I'm have, sorry. They have to make it. I'm just... sorry, it's not an iPhone, folks. That word is actually never muttered no. in this film. They, even though it, it is an iPhone, and we see it multiple times. And it's, it's made, an iPhone. It's made to look just generic enough. That's why they never take it out of the case. Because yeah. They because at one point they have to soak it in rice and they have to leave it in the case because if they take it out then you're going to know what brand it is. There was a lot of copyright um, (laughs) dancing around I could visibly see. Also I will say um, one of my first notes was after that uh, debacle at the wedding. I was mm-hmm. like, is the theme of this movie men are trash? If so, I'm all in and yeah. I'm here for it. I know. I, I absolutely realized, I think like 10 minutes into this movie, that this movie is not for me. No, this it's movie, not. This, and listen, I know I've, I brought this up at the top before. Disney makes movies uh, geared towards boys and girls differently. And even though I think as a kid, I, I never really kind of fell into that necessarily say I, w- I watched movies that were more for girls and liked them I loved the Cheetah Girls Cheetah Girls is a great movie that's a girl movie but I loved it and I'm a guy but this is very much a Disney Channel girl movie and I can see why Emma liked it so much because yes the main it's through, not for you The ma- it's not for me the so main you criticism through, also keep in mind everyone that everything Luke says bad does not matter and does not count his opinion is not valid and in this current climate nobody wants to hear what men have to this, say about anything this movie knows its audience and that audience is not me. No. What I was going to say is, you're wrong that men are trash, because the movie is based on a book called Boys Are Dogs. So men are dogs. Men are dogs. Men trash are dogs. dogs. Trash. Men are trash dogs. <laughs> um, but, but I actually wanted to do research because I wanted to see how much was based on this movie. It's based on a book called Boys Are Dogs, where a girl has enters a new school, and she ha- but she also gets a puppy, and so she starts to learn how to train the puppy, and she's like, wait a minute, can I use this handbook on how to train a dog to train boys? <laughs> 
and that's and it's complex. Wait, so is it based on boys or dogs, or is it based said, on zaps? Freaking, I don't know, dog. Uh, I looked because in the I looked it up in the in the credits. It says based on the book Boys or Dogs by whoever, and I was like, do they give credit to the '80s movie? And I didn't see anywhere like I didn't see any kind of reference to that. So I'm assuming it is a spiritual successor in name only, pretty much. Okay. But so after the wedding, uh, we cut to their new house. Well, no, no, no. The house that they all live in. I believe the boys lived here pri- previously. Yeah, they're moving into the also, boys' house. I, and all, but also the fact is that the mom uprooted her daughter's life for this. Yeah, I will she say, destroyed a, lot her of, dreams. a lot of my um, notes here, like, I actually do feel really bad for her. Yes, I, I do. I feel really, in the beginning, like, I understand why she turned to alternative mind control. Because she, <laughs> her life sucks in the beginning. It's not the great. The mom is super unsympathetic mom, and not helpful. I, listen, I'm just going to say it. I don't like the mom. She fucking sucks. She's bad at this. Because she just expects everything about this to work out. She is not willing to put in any effort to make it better. No, she's not talking to the new husband or the boss. She's doing nothing as a she's parent. She's just like, hey, this is just going to happen. She's just happy she's getting yeah. some dick back in her life. <laughs> and she's not even helping Okay, yeah, so, so, let's, so let's address this. So the, 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 she wakes up. It's the first day of her new school, and the dad is like a ritual where he just like blasts an air horn and starts yelling at them like six forty five. Let's that's go. That's the dad's character's trait. He's a coach. Yeah. He's like a basketball which coach. Which I loud. which is only brought up like forty five minutes into the film. I got the impression that he was the coach because he wears like coach uniform and I think maybe has a whistle and stuff. But it's never addressed if he's the gym teacher. I don't or know what he's the coach. Also, of. that's a beautiful home for being a high school basketball yeah. coach. Although, I don't know what kind of salary he's pulling. Well, the mom is clearly a businesswoman. Like yes. she she is dressed in a pants suit and has a briefcase okay, so and is ready. Again, this is not a movie for yes. men. Um, but also the fact is that that beautiful home has two bathrooms, which is crazy. Yeah. Because she, we do the classic joke about the Why girl. Why did they move into a new house if they're just swimming in dough like this? <sighs> I don't know. Hey, the wedding was probably really expensive. It was very nice. But so she, she, we do the classic bit that like, hey, you know, boys are gross and then mm. girls need time in the bathroom. In this scene, we get the character traits of all the boys reinforced. The first boy... His character traits are the loosest. It's so weird. He's constantly Moving. They describe it as being unfocused. But I just described it as he's got a lot on his plate. He's got a lot to do. He's He's got very he's got basketball, he's got school, he's got meetings, he's got all stuff. And I was like, yes, this is a lot this is a gen an actual good representation of what it's like in high school. I had to go to so many goddamn meetings in high school, all this crap. It was the worst. So I get I understand where he's coming from, but he's running around with no pants, and she's like, listen, if you're not wearing pants, stay out of my personal space. And I was like, that's a good rule. That's a good rule. rule. I I want that rule. I would like that rule. Um, but so then the the middle brother, who I want to bring up, does not at all resemble anyone else. Anyone in the else? Not the dad. Not the other two brothers. Uh, just he is very tan. I don't think any of these people resemble each other, like, except for Zendaya and the mom. Well, yes, but all if, three of these boys are some white brown hair. How many? How many? Together. How many baby moms does the dad have? Is my question. Oh. But also, I want to point out we kind of skipped over the dad. The dad does not give a great performance in this film, in my opinion. I don't mind him. I don't think he was terrible. But in the first scene where he's like, oh. Hey Zoe, you know it's just a little ritual we do. But you know we're a family now. You can call me dad, and it's like that was psycho. I yeah. was like, she yeah. just moved in. Yeah, he gets better later in the film, and I think they mostly hired him because he can do the kind of comedic stuff a little bit better. Yeah. But when, but in this scene, and that he's bad, but he actually does kind of pull it off later. Um, but so first guy is always in a rush. Second kid is always because he's the star basketball player. We, yes, he's, he's like the dad star player, and he's trying to get into college, and he's trying yes. to get keep. He's, got, he's got a lot on his mind. Got a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot of uh, irons in the fire. Um, but then the middle brother, his whole thing is that he likes to cook gross food. 
Like, which is a really... And eat gross Yeah, where he makes, like, protein pancakes with, like, pickles and cottage cheese in it. This was disgusting. It's really loose. And then the third one's just messy. He just always makes a mess. And he he's the one closest with the dog. It's basically his dog. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm, one of my favorite lines delivered here, when Zoe apparently eats cottage cheese for breakfast, Ew. which was... Yeah, Zoe, gross. Weird call. Also, the older brother's hot, just an inner... inner, inner he's, he's good He's the best hot, of the brothers. I, I don't know if he's hot, but I he's liked him hot. the most. Um, I but, wanted her to end up with him. But so he, but so they're doing this whole morning ritual where they're just rushing and free screaming and freaking out, and she's of course digressing because she's trying to get to school and make it through and stick to her own routine. But she's like, uh, he's like, oh, I'm making protein pancakes, you know, and he's like throwing everything in this blender. And uh, and then she's like, I'll just stick to my cottage cheese. I thought it was yogurt because I don't. Think I thought he, it was yogurt too. Because who eats cottage cheese for breakfast? Also, you, it would make more sense to put yogurt and pancakes. That's what I'm saying. Cottage then cheese. cottage cheese and pancakes. But so then my favorite line read, uh, one of my favorite lines from the movie, and my favorite line read comes from Zendaya, comes from Zoe here, where she just goes, "You stole my cottage cheese." That you stole my cottage cheese. Like, that, just that line read of you stole my cottage cheese is amazing. So incredulous. So done. Didn't even stand that to me. No, oh, it was very funny to me. Then she goes and talks to the mom, and she's like, yo. This sucks, yo. <laughs> she's like, hey, you already kind of ruined my life, and this is just bad. Could you just help me out? Could like, you just I help me out? And she's bathroom. like, hey. They're pulling, they're, like, shit's exploding yeah. all over my stuff. Well, like, that, that happens in a minute. I She literally comes to the mom, she's like, this sucks. And she's like, I know, it's gonna work out. I'm not gonna help it work out. It's just yeah, gonna I'm work out. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell them to get out because, of the Because she's like, like listen. They have a way of doing things, and we have a way of doing things, but we're a family now. It's going to work out. Now, she just says that, and I was thinking, like, yes, you know, the way to do it is to find a compromise that suits both of, both parties, but instead she's just like, listen, you just have to do things their way. Like, Yeah, she's really, again, we've already touched on this, so we can keep moving, but, like, yeah. not doing the best no, job. No, not a great job. But then she gives her a music box that looks like a little pink castle. The second that showed up, I was like, oh, that's getting broken. That's, oh, I didn't even think about that's that. That's getting I, destroyed. I was not thinking of good I, In my head, I, I, I was close, but I didn't nail it with this prediction. I thought one of the brothers was accidentally going to break it, and then she was going to like be all sad, and she was like, oh, I wish they could just be like better or whatever, and then this phone thing was going to happen. That was my call. I was close. It's not one of the brothers. I don't think anyone could have ever predicted how the phone thing goes down. That No, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, so then she, we cut to her new school. I believe the older brother drives her high, to this high school. Because he's like, okay, great, you take this. Blah, 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 I gotta go to my meetings. And, like, doesn't help her. And then she just walks through the parking lot and is completely incredulous about all... This... Okay, this is I got the, a few things to say. Yeah, this is the first wildest all, thing. Um, what the fuck is with these clicks? Who wrote these clicks? Okay, first <laughs> of all, man. we're supposed to believe... I actually, like, I want to look up. I want to see if, the, if this movie was written by a man or a woman. I'm I would love up. to know that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I would also like to know if it's directed by a man or a woman. Um, yeah. there's cliques in this school. Like, they're trying to highlight these, like, gross boys, like, that are at this school that she now has to deal with, which, like, mm-hmm. I get the point of that. I get the first one. Like, skaters. Skaters, There's, like, fine. a skater clique. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Directed by a man. Of course. Hang on, directed by a man. Of course. Written, wait, hang on, this is confusing. It says based on the novel by Leslie Margolis, by a woman. So, by a woman. The Tell, book. Teleplay by two two, ma- two men brothers, I think Billy Billy and Matt Eddy. Television story by Rachel Scorth. I don't know what that means. She Tele- probably came up. They probably wrote the script, but she did the storyboard. Oh, right. that's a good point. Yeah, and then Carol Holden is the credit. So directed by a man, two male writers at least. But that's upsetting. But yeah. we hopefully we have a woman giving us the overall vibe of what's going to happen. Something in there. Okay, but okay. There's a skater clique at this school. 
But what the fuck is the shirtless weightlifting? Yeah. Thing? Why wouldn't those just be jocks? Yes. Why do we need to have? They you just, know what? There's no shirtless weightlifters. No, in my they, high their whole point was just, hey, we like to chill and lift weights shirtless, shirtless in the middle in the of parking lot. Mid- parking lot, middle of school. Just they're always shirtless, always lifting weights. And, and then also, also the third clip we run into. Dirty kids? Just smelly. Just, just smelly s- dudes. Smelly dudes. And but then, they all hang out with each other yeah, and they're all dirty. And, and I think, like, I, look, I get it. Like, when, until you turn, like, 13, you really kind of don't care that much about personal hygiene it is as a high dude. school, though. I know. But, and so I'm guessing that's why there's only four of them. Like, it's just the four dudes who just don't care. Probably haven't. And any, they all found pr- each other prob- and hang out? Probably haven't. No one wants to else to hang out with them. They all smell. I just <laughs> wish, I always wish in these movies, not just that there was actual, like, real clicks. Like, in real life, the skater click would be stoners. Like, there's a mm-hmm. stoner click in high school. And then there's, like, weird, like, band geeks and, like, shit. Or, like, football jocks and, like, the basketball. Like, these cliques are so made up and do not exist in real life. Do you remember the Bratz movie where, like, in the first day yes. of... Yeah, on, yes. the first, on the first day of school, like, the queen bee of the school, like, assigns you which lunch table to go to. And they like, were all insane. Like, one of them was Mimes. Yeah, one of them was Mimes. We, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> we, might, we might have to bonus episode that. Uh, the Bratz movie is truly what I f- could only imagine taking LSD. Like, it's, I, I've never done it, but I think the Bratz movie is about the same. Yeah, anyway, so, but, uh, so, skaters, smelly kids, gaming guys, fine. Like, it's just guys who sit on the curb playing PSP, pretty much. Or, sorry. Yeah, non, gamers made sense. Non, non-branded gaming devices. Um, and then, although she's really upset that these guys play video games, and I was a little, I was a little miffed about it, because, like, they're just sitting there playing video games. I get that they're ignoring her, but, like, later on, she thinks video games are, like, the devil. Um, and then lastly is, we get introduced to the basketball clique, and it's led by this guy named Trip, who is just the worst, but he's also very funny. I did find I him did funny. I did not find him funny. I, I didn't find... He was annoying. I was like, I, no, he's, a, he's, he's annoying in the beginning, and I hated him. But later on, when she makes him be nice, it's very funny to watch him just be like, hey there, friend. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, but he's the worst right now, and he does... and He, he co- calls himself the tripster. The tripmeister. The tripster. And speaks in third person. Like and she's like, oh, you speak to your, about yourself in third person. He's like, the trip does as the trip does. And, uh, and then he farts on her, and he thinks it's hilarious because toilet humor. Um, I also would like to say... She's like really shooken up by yeah, being farted these on. people, like these boys. And I'm like, my question is, what were the 16 year old boys at your last school like? Intellectual yeah. and woke? Yeah. Because, from my experience, Lucas, you're a lovely person, but I will say, the worst people in the world, categorically, no. 14 I... to 16 year old boys. Yep. Literally, no, a kid of humanity. No, I'm with you. When I I've was... never met meaner, dumber, yep. worse, smellier, worse no, things. We're, we're on the same page. 14 to 16 year old boys. We're on the same. I granted, I think, th- I granted this is done in a very caricature style. Like, they're pushing it to the extreme, yeah, obviously. But, but, I, but I'm saying I knew at least one of all of these people like, in high school. Know, and, you, I, and I recognize I'm an outlier. I understand it. I'm not saying I'm special. I'm just saying I don't... I think I would agree. 16-year-old boys in high school fucking strapped your bra, snapped your bra strap, and called you members of like the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Like, they're all trash. Did that happen? So what school... Did, yeah, every time. That's all oh, I did. That... Or they would, like, take rulers and, like, flip up the back of your skirt as you were walking through the oh, class. Oh, that's, that's what happens in the original Zaft, yeah. except with mind control. Yeah. But, like, what school was she at? I want to go to that school because apparently yeah. these assholes didn't exist. That, there. Yeah, look, I like, and there are apparently decent guys who go to this high school, but like, she's just 
hitting it all. And like I said, it's being done to an extreme. Like, you can tell this movie's trying to cranking it up to 11, and I'm fine with it. And the movie kind of knows it's cranking it up to 11. It kind of recognizes the fact that this is ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on. So then the Trip doesn't help, but she needs to find this room. And Trip doesn't help her. He just farts on her, and she treats this as such an attack. But at the same time, she thinks, and I agree with her, but she just treats it like every guy in the school did that to her. She's like, I'm constantly being farted on, and like, ba da ba And I'm like, one asshole did that to you. Like, why are you painting with such a wide brush? But uh, then we meet my second favorite character in this film. Rachel. Rachel is my second favorite character. She didn't do that much for me. She was, I thought she was just so bubbly and fun. Like, I enjoyed watching her. She's okay. So, she, I kind of, I like the idea that her idea was that she was boy crazy. Yeah, I think that's a real thing that, like, a lot of girls at that age are. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a great thing, but I think I everybody had a friend like this that was completely boy crazy. I don't crazy, like the term boy crazy, though. Me either, but I think it's like, I think I found it very true to life. Where, like, everybody kind of had a boy crazy 15, 16-year-old sure. friend. And sure. I don't think you see it a lot in film. It's usually like other weird clips. But also, she is a stalker. Yeah. She's obsessed with these people. Like, not to, I'm saying there's a difference between being like into boys a lot, but she has. There, she has pictures of them in her locker of the one specific boy especially and then when we cut to her house later she has that one specific boy on throw pillows I gotta say something really quick about Rachel I would have liked her 10 to 15% more had she fucking chilled with the hats she's always wearing a fedora I love the hats I'm sorry Earth to get on board and never wear a fucking fedora I again. loved the hats it was cute no. I thought it was fun. and then when she's dancing she's wearing like a flat brim she looks like I a loved fucking it. idiot I loved it it was so well, funny you're I, thought an it was idiot. Great. I thought it was great Anyway, but so this becomes, this is her new friend, Rachel, and she agrees to escort her to the room. No, to her locker. To, well, to her locker and then into the room. Um, and we go to Rachel's locker and she has pictures of these boys up. She's like, oh, are you a little? She's like, oh, boy crazy. Yes, I know. It's the clinical term. Um, yeah, she sounds like she's gone to a therapist. I know. It's why it's funny. She's she's funny. Um, and then we meet the boy she likes, whose name is Charlie Wang, and uh, he'll come up later. But then she uh, escorts her... Oh, and also, this is where we get the exposition that uh, her Zendaya, mm-hmm, Zoe, is absolutely obsessed with her phone. And she's like, oh, she says it, like, so casually. like, oh, my whole life's on that thing. I put my whole life on here. Like, I live my life. And she's just like, I don't know what she's doing on the phone. She's just, like, walking also, and, like... what kind of intense itinerary do you have as a high school freshman or not that you need to have that much of your life on a phone? No, yeah, I, get, I just don't know. Like, granted, Emma, you're, I've seen you, you're always checking social media on your phone all the time. Yeah, but I'm 25 but, years old. Right, that's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm just like... What is she doing on the That's phone all the time? And, like, how much info, info is on that phone that she needs to keep? Okay, we need to get to yeah, what yeah. I need to talk about. Okay, so then so she, she, she goes, goes to the wrong, the wrong, class, wrong, wrong classroom and then gets scared by a praying mantis, which was weird. I don't know who wrote that. It's, like, on the But screen. then we meet my least favorite character yeah, in the whole... The love interest. The love interest, whose name is Jackson. He's sitting in this class, in a dark classroom, watching a movie mm-hmm. with sunglasses on. And, and then as they give him lines, he doesn't take them off. Right. My first question, which I wrote, again, I was on a plane and semi-drunk watching this, and I said, in genuine seriousness, is this kid blind? I thought that was a reveal <laughs> that they were trying to set up that he was going to be blind because he was wearing Ray-Bans inside for an entire scene. But, yeah. spoiler alert, he's not blind. You folks. know what I actually would have really liked, and this is a quick sidetrack, I would have liked if he was deaf and then the, the app wouldn't have affected him because he couldn't hear it. <gasps> that would have been, been great. That would have been really cool. But we don't... And we could have had a deaf actor as yeah. like a love interest. That would have been great. That would have been Fuck great. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, but so... But the point, I will say, the sunglasses is stupid. But the thing is, the movie points out that he's always wearing sunglasses inside multiple at times. The end, at no, the no, end. No, no, no. In the scene. The, no, the, yeah, the, the, the end te- of that scene. Oh, end of the but scene. But as the scene was going on, I was like, oh my God, yeah. the love interest is blind. 
<laughs> but, and then they're like, oh, sir, take my, off your glasses inside, my, Mr. Cool. And I'm like, what the fuck? My main problem is the fact that he's always wearing the same outfit, pretty much. He's wearing always a leather jacket, always a beanie, um, always fingerless leather gloves. Always intensely over-dyed eyebrows. Yes, and he always, you can tell that this actor is, I don't know what. What is, is happening to his voice, guys? He's talking like this, like he's, he's really. He's taking his voice, like, down way deeper than I think it actually is. Absolutely, like I'm doing right now. He's really trying to be like, what's going on, smartphone? Like, what's going on? Like, it's... It sounds like, okay, I, I, I gotta get to my notes on this. I said, number one, this feels like, you guys remember on um, the Amanda show, she had a <laughs> fake version of Dawson's Creek called Moody's, um, Point. Moody's Point. This feels like a Moody's Point impersonate parody of a hot team. <laughs> yes, this it does. This feels like a fake like hot teen like with the guy that Moody liked on that he was always like painting his locker black and like wearing <laughs> a bunch of chains and he was like she's like oh he's so intellectual like this is what that feels like right but but that's my point is that the movie that's the thing about this movie it's kind of self-aware it knows that he his character is ridiculous and like that's why they have him have her constantly point out that he's like a rebel without a cause and like always on by himself and like and always wearing sunglasses like they can't they point these things out but this, they don't like make it funny that's what i'm saying they just point it out so it's like yeah we know we're Wait, doing we're not doing a shitty job with this yeah, yeah. i was like thank you for letting us they, know it's a little more self-aware with the villains because they know how over the top these villains are also there's one point where so he leads her back to the right class yeah like um they talk in the classroom and then the teacher's like why don't you show her where to go they're like sitting outside the classroom and he's, and he's staring yes directly at her chest yes and, and she, she goes what are you looking at? He's and like, then no, 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 no. First, she, she's like, "Oh, I got pancake mix on my." Yes. Because because the brother and did, he points. She points at her own boob. And she's like, "Oh my god, yeah, pancake." Yeah, she's like, "This pink. I had a pancake incident this morning. That's what it is." And he's like, oh, "Nah, I'm looking at you." And I was like, "You were staring at her boobs." You don't yeah, need, he's like, looking, not looking at her face. He's looking at her. You were chest. looking at her boobs. Don't like. Disney, and, I think I think that's what Disney was kind of trying to imply was that he was staring at her chest. But they're like, "No, I'm looking at you." And was trying to save it by being intellectual. Hey, dude, I don't know, but okay. Also, he feels like a Moody's Point parody of a hot teen, and his voice sounds like he's doing a bad John Travolta impression. Oh, yes. And also That's... his leather jacket makes it seem like he's doing a bad John Travolta impression. Yes. But, uh, and then around the corner we see this blonde girl who we don't know yet and I immediately, she's the villain. But this movie, this kind of movie I feel like doesn't need a villain. Like, this is just like, hey, you should learn a little bit about yourself and like, about the opposite sex, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, I, but like, I felt like this movie did not need a villain and they wedged one in. But at the same time, I'm glad they did because she's my third favorite character and her sidekick is my first her sidekick is so funny but um so she they have this weird attraction and you know well he does this weird thing too where he tries to like read her he's like oh i get the feeling that you're out of your depth but you're artistic what are you a dancer and oh like God. that's also her big thing she's a dancer Wait, but so the, the dude just sucks. Wait, like, no, he also, this is where it happens, where he nicknames, because she's talking about oh, how yes. her whole life is on her phone, yeah. and he nicknames her smartphone. Yes. And he uses this throughout the whole movie. He does. First of all, I would like to tell everyone in television right now, just buy the rights to say iPhone. Nobody <laughs> uses the term smartphone. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. No human it's... alive. Even if you're fucking looking at someone's fucking smartphone, you say the term iPhone. Yep. That is how humans in 20, however, fourteen says... 14 fucking talk. Nobody I, says smartphone. I, I, But I, at the same time, I think we should put this up with, what were the other? Computer Boy? Bait Girl? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. 
Uh, those are my two that stick out those to me. Those are the two that and stick they, out. This one sucks just as much. Just as, as much. Two. Just, just, and it, the, the way he says it too, he's like smartphone. Hey, smartphone. Smartphone. Hey, smartphone. It's the worst. It sounds like John Travolta. It's bad. But yes, that's her nickname. And he says, "Yeah, you got serious phone addiction." Uh, but then we cut to dance practice, dance auditions. Okay, for the, okay. and you know what? I got some things to say about Zendaya. She is a fantastic dancer. Is a fantastic dancer, by the way. But first of all, her character. I'm gonna say. It's a little fucking ridiculous that she thinks she's going to get a solo idea audition. Who the fuck do you think you are, bitch? It's a dance team audition. Do the routine that the captain Yeah. Says. She walks up to the girl and she's like, I was actually the soloist in my old school. And, like, I prepared, like, a solo, like, my own choreography for this audition, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, you are new to this school. Yeah. Just go with the fucking flow oh, and try to get on the team. Don't get me wrong. The captain is terrible. She's a whole yes, human being. But, but don't, I, when I'm would you right. ever go into an audition yeah. and not just do what they tell You're you? You're right. Do? You're absolutely right. I, but, but you raise a good point. I love Zendaya. I don't like her character in this film. Yeah, she's not, not only it's it's confusing. It's not written well, and most of all, it's kind of megalomaniacal, as the movie points out. But uh, so we meet this person proper that we saw in the hallway earlier. Her name is Taylor. Um, she's the bad guy, and she has a sidekick who I believe gets named once. I, I only, could not. I, tell I her only name. learned it in the credits because I looked it up because I like her so much. Her name is Yuki. These people. I feel like you could switch them both out with the mean girls in Princess Protection Program, and they're basically yeah. the same character. But the thing I like about them, unlike Princess Protection Program necessarily, is that the movie knows how over the top these two characters are, and they play it. Like, Taylor always flips her hair, and the movie just goes like, Whack! like it makes the noise for her. Oh, it's so pronounced, and I love it. But the movie knows these people are ridiculous, yeah. and we're just going to make it funny. Um, but she's like, all right, everybody, let me start out by saying Varsity is full. So if you want to make it onto this Varsity... This doesn't make any sense. No, because also we see Varsity later. Varsity's six people. It's six. These are the smallest dance teams known yeah. to fucking man. Yeah, absolutely. There's like eight people trying out for Varsity and like she's full. Like no school would let you say this team is full with six people on it. I don't know. I didn't go to public school. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I missed some, some sort of traditional Americana sports team shit. But like my point is, in all the schools that I've ever gone to... In what fucking universe are tryouts not run by a coach or an That's adult? That's what I'm saying. Because, like, I went to school with 16-year-old girls. I was on a cheerleading team. Everyone was a fucking bitch mm-hmm. and biased against a bunch of other people mm-hmm. because they so-and-so slept with so-and-so's boyfriend or, okay. you know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no. petty shit between girls <laughs> sure. in school. So you would never have just one 16-year-old girl deciding who makes it onto a fucking team. Well, that's what I'm, Well, we learn later that the school, like, trusts her implicitly because she's, yeah. like, because she's like, didn't you just put all the dance challenge students on junior varsity? And I was like, what? You can't say yeah. that. I'm like, why? And also, why are you go up to the audition, bitch? Like, why are you letting the student run it? It's, it's insane. But so she, and so, yeah, it's that classic bit where it's like, I don't want you on this team. You can't get be on this team. But I have to let you try it anyway. So she gives them, like, a quick little routine to do, but do- only goes over it once and no one gets it. Also, Rachel's trying out. And we get a, fucking Yeah, but, but we get a good moment with Rachel cat. where she's like, hey, my posse, my crew said you could hang with us if you want. Uh, and by posse, I mean me. And by crew, I also mean me. <laughs> so you want to be friends. doesn't have any friends right. wearing a fedora. That would Listen, help I, I am not here for you to bag on Rachel. I like Rachel. Um, Zendaya is the only one who can keep up with the moves and then just starts doing her own routine. But, but also, also Zendaya's shoes are covered in pancake mix. Because pancake mix, because there was the pancake explosion earlier that we glazed over. Basically, the kid, kid forgot to put the top on the blender or whatever. Uh, and it got everywhere. So her, not only was her, did she get it on her jacket and let the guy stare at her boobs, but it got all over her shoes, so she slips and falls. But also, Taylor drops the line that, oh, I saw him talking to Jackson. And then Yuki goes, your ex-boyfriend? My boyfriend! And so we're doing the karate kid thing. Where the we're new- doing the casual 
Well, we're also doing the casual delusional thing where the villain thinks she's still dating the guy. Right, like, like Karate Kid, where yeah. the new kid comes in to swoop on her ex-boyfriend, but on their ex-romantic partner, but that partner still thinks that they're together, pretty much, mm-hmm. like in Karate Kid. So that's also why she's biased against her. But so then she slips because her shoes are wet with pancake mix, ha ha ha, and no, you're not getting on the team, but guess what? And she's in... And then Zendaya has to like Zendaya has to like beg her like please dancing is my life can't she I? She has this is again I think I didn't really agree with you when you first said it but I also then like this is why I agree that I saw this character is poorly written yeah it's like her phone is her life but also dancing is her mm-hmm. life but we don't actually ever see those things really work they don't yeah they do a lot of tell and not show when you should really show and don't tell like yeah. show us dancing being her life instead of just having her say these things yeah. over and over show again. her using her phone more than just once yeah yeah. Um, but she's like, yeah, sure, you can be on junior varsity, which, is that, okay, where we went to high school, the way varsity and junior varsity worked was that if you're a freshman or sophomore, you're on JV, if you're a junior and a senior, you're on varsity. Or if you're really good, if you're you're, younger, you can get on to varsity. Is that, so it's, it's not how that works, right? Uh, I mean, the, this school apparently doesn't have a whole lot of rules, so I, I guess, guess they're, yeah. they're just But so, whatever. all, and then she points over to junior varsity, and it's four dudes, all dressed, Again, in, like, a caricature of dorky and bad and nerdy and, like, one of them has full brace headgear. And one of them actually is Doug from Descendants. So that's what, I guess that's how, I guess because he knew that's, they knew, I guess he can dance because that's probably why he got the job in Descendants. So it's just a tragedy. And, and Rachel gets on the team, too, which was weird that she was like, sure, you can be on the team. Your friend can, too. You can go on junior varsity. So then, yeah, so then... They go off and laughing, and she's like, ha-ha, and then she does the hair flip thing. And the junior oh, also, university is a bunch of losers, and I right. do feel really bad for her. Also, sorry, one of my favorite lines, again, was when Taylor was going over, if you embody the ideals we are looking for, and then Yuki goes, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness. And then she goes, loyalty, obedience, like, dance, passion, whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, those. <laughs> like, I was a good line. But um, then she goes home, and she's very, very sad, because her day has not gone great and then the little the messy kid tells her oh Humphrey was in your room the other day I think he was trying to help you I mean hop back which okay let's talk about this kid real quick get the dog the fuck out of her room that's what I'm saying this kid is like 10 maybe he acts like he's 4 because at one point the dad like throws a pancake in his mouth and then he squirts sriracha into his face and it gets gets into his nose it gets on his shirt I was like that's something a 4 year old would do who didn't understand basic this kid is a fucking idiot yeah and then he saw the dog in her room and was like oh that's fine he's helping her unpack like are you a baby get the the dog out of her room there's there's a scene right before they leave where he says Humphrey won't listen to you because he won't do anything it goes against his pack Pretty much, you, you can never make a dog go turn against his pack. pack. But then she goes into her room and saw, see, it's all torn up, and then the music box that her dad gave her is broken, and it's very sad. I was genuinely sure Zendaya, yeah. Zendaya again makes this. You really feel how messed up. Although, even though I called it, and I said that his mom is really not helping no. her transition no. with this major life transition. No, yeah. So the dog tore up her room, broke the thing, and she's very, very sad about. It. I don't know if we actually explicitly mess him, but her dead father gave her the music box. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we did. Okay, and. Then Humphrey comes in while she's sad. And then, but this is the thing, like, why is she not mad at the dog? Like, she's just like, oh, Humphrey. Because the dog doesn't know any better. I know. It's the fucking brother's that's job a, that's to keep a, their dog out of her fucking yeah, but, room. but that's the thing. That's what I thought. I thought the brothers were going to break it, and then that would give a reason to be mad at them more. But instead, it's just the dog doing it. And yeah, I guess she should. I would still be pissed at you if you let the yeah, dog Yeah, I would, but she, but she isn't, is what I'm saying. She just is like, mm, whatever. And then she's like, man, and she tries to tell Humphrey to sit and do all this stuff, and she's like, why doesn't this dog ever listen to me? Maybe there's an app that can help me train the dog. Train the dog, which I guess exists. But okay, she goes to the app store and she finds this like listen and obey app, and it's like it makes your commands irresistible for dogs to listen to. 
Uh, and it, basically the way it works is you speak into it, and then it emits a pitch. That the dog that, 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 that here, And then she, so she says, sit. And then it goes like, meh. And then the dog sits. And she does it with shake. And she's like, huh, for nine ninety nine, I guess it really is worth the money. Mm-hmm. Which I would never buy an app for nine ninety nine. Yeah, that was expensive. Yeah, that's, she points out the expensive. But then Humphrey, realizing that his free will is on the line, apparently, just grabs the, the phone out of her a hand with his mouth. And then, for some reason, walks it over to the bathtub and just drops, drops it. it in. And then the youngest brother who was taking a bath is like, no, I got it. And he wraps the it. The brother spends a lot of time in the bath. He's always in there. He's Yeah, he's always in the bathroom in general. But he's but, in the tub like three or four yeah, times. Yeah, that's true. And so he grabs the phone out of the water and he puts it in a towel and he starts shaking it above his head. And she's yeah, like, he's like, you need centrifugal force. And it'll shake the water out of it and into the towel. But then it slips out of the towel and lands Goes out. through the window. Goes through the window. And then we are treated to the most ridiculous animation it's so, I laughed so hard. It goes around the satellite dish like seven times and then falls onto the solar panel and is making sparks as it goes down the solar panel and then lands in dog food. And then uh, it like fizzles and sizzles. And she's, of course, freaking out because it's got her life in there. And then she grabs it out of the dog food. She goes down and grabs it out of the dog food. And then the mom comes up and is like, well, the internet says you put it in rice. And again, they don't take it out of the case. Yeah, no, even it's though still, the first thing you would do would be take, take it, it out, out of the case. case. Um, because it's got, like, this big sparkly case on it, and then Zendaya's all sad that, because her phone's broken, it's, like, the one thing that mattered to her, and she's just, she's just very sad. And she wakes up the next morning, and it works perfectly. The phone turns on. Yeah, yeah. All of her apps are there, and she's like, oh, okay, at least one thing in my life isn't complete shit. And I was like, oh, that's a very sad line. She didn't say complete shit, but that's, Mm -hmm. that's basically the, the sentiment. And she, um, uh, starts getting ready for school. She starts getting ready for school, and it's the same as the the, the other day before. But then she goes downstairs, and they're in more of a rush or something. Oh, no, no, the younger brother who's supposed to be taking care of the dog runs over to a neighbor's house for some reason, doesn't walk the dog, and she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll make the dog do it. And she cues up the app, and then there's a mailman outside. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, and that's the first thing. And here's my problem with this. So she tries to use the thing on the app, and, it, and she's saying, like, you know, sit, do a trick, roll over, whatever. And the mailman outside just starts doing these things, like falling. And But the thing is, he's horrified by this. He's ver- visibly distraught. He's mm-hmm. like, why is my body doing this? And so here's my problem with this phone thing, is the fact that, like, sometimes it's mind control. Their minds are being controlled and altered, and they don't recognize it, and it's just that's what they do now. Other I, times, it's just their bodies just do it, and they're like, why is my body doing this? I you were making that point before, but I don't see it as that. I think there. it depends. For me, it depended on the realm of possibility of the actions she was asking them to do. Where, like, when it was, like, your body is physically, like, doing something that you don't, like, rolling around and shaking, mm-hmm. like, then your their minds were like, what the fuck is going on? But where it was just, like, random things they might have been, like, done anyway, like, just, like, kiss someone on the cheek or, like, said something nice. Like, that's, it's like a normal human function, but they were just kind of like, oh, why did I... Why did I say that? Like, it, they weren't like, oh, I don't want to say this. Like, it, cause it was just something that was normal. I think it was, like, depending on how crazy so, it like, was. So, like, later on when she, like, alters their personalities. Yeah. That's, okay. I kind of get what you're saying. That makes more sense. That makes some sense. Let's not say it makes more sense. All right. I'll give you that. But so then she sees, she doesn't see any of this. The mailman's just for the, the for the viewer to see. And she's like, oh, man, of all the things that break on my phone, the dog app that I paid 10 bucks for doesn't work. Whatever. But then the little brother comes in covered head to toe in mud because the sprinklers broke and there's like three deep feet of mud and she he starts to approach her and she's like get back and this thing so this starts the thing where she doesn't actually have to talk into the phone she just has to say something vaguely um and then you hear this little chime also yeah so when the she did this for the dog it was just like a high-pitched noise but for them it's like 
And so that always plays whenever she gives a command, and then the brother just, like, steps back, and then the second brother shows up, and he's, like, got, like, a breakfast sandwich with, like, a bunch of crap on it, and she's like, put it down. And he picks it up. And then she's like, and then pick it up. So that's when she starts to realize she can Yeah, she can, she's like, this is weird. But then she goes to school, and she's talking with Rachel, and she's like, yeah, I'm having just a weird morning, I don't know. And then Trip comes up and farts on them, because this Trip's the, the worst. Mm. And then she's like, stop. And they just, like, freeze in place. Also, I, the one thing I want to point out is, so the chime plays, and then, like, they roll their heads back, and, like, their eyes roll in the back of their heads, and then they just make, like, this <laughs> face. Yeah, it's some sort of, like, zombie, like, coming back to, like... Yeah, but I don't like the faces they make no. when they do it. It's kind it's, it's a little sexual. It's a little sexual. Like, they're like... Especially Trip. Trip is like... Yeah. But he just, like, freezes in place, and then everyone... And, like, he's got, like, a group, a posse behind him, and they're just like, yo, Trip, what's what's going on, man? Uh, what are you doing? And he's like... And then she doesn't say anything, because he's, like, frozen. And then Rachel's like... He obeyed you, which is a weird. No one uses obey yeah. in that kind of t- context. And then she's like, uh, uh, I don't know what she tells him to do next, but like basically she try- tests out the phone, and, was, and this is the point where a guy craps. He craps his pants. So she's like, go to the bathroom, and he just starts pooping his pants in the middle. She's like, oh god, not, not here. here! And then he pooped his pants anyway. It was too late, and he runs off. And then they go into the bathroom, and then Rachel's like, this is when they're like realizing that it controls voice. Yeah, and Rachel's like, like you're f- a, you have an app it on took your like a really long time. Yeah, well, not no, not too long because it, it, I thought like she was gonna realize it in the house, and she was like, put it down. No, she didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Considering how ridiculous the concept is, I, I don't, I don't give them, I don't give her credit for taking more. I felt than like more. it took. I guess maybe I was privileged to know what this movie was going to be yeah. about, but I felt like it was taking her quite. I don't think it was that ridiculous. But then uh, Rachel says a line, obviously for the trailer. You have an app on your phone that controls, controls boys. boys. Yep, a great exposition like yep. plot dump that they can throw into the trailer. Yeah, and then she's uh, Rachel. Of course, is ecstatic about this because she's boy crazy and everything. Yes. Um, and then Taylor and Yuki come in and they're like, mm, there's dork in this room or whatever. And then she tries to use that on her and it doesn't work. Also, and this was where I made a note, Rachel needs to chill with the fucking hats. I like Rachel's hats. And I feel like this is a larger theme of men actually listening to women and I love it. Like, <laughs> just like the idea, like, yes, this gets out of control, but this very first day where she's just saying stuff like, back up. And they're like, me? Like, back the fuck up. Yeah. Trip. Back the fuck up. No, Like, yeah. that is... That's why this movie was not for you, because it is a dream come true of women. <laughs> so, like, if someone's trying to fart on you or near you, you can be like, go away. And then, you know what? They go away. That's true. Because I'll men don't listen to women. No. Which I could stretch to be a larger thing for sexual assault, but I won't do it because this is a light podcast. But I think this is why this is a fantasy. It was just like, oh, people actually listening when I tell them to... Respect my personal space, or you know, not fucking cover me in mud, like <laughs> that sort of shit. Sure, I yeah, I agree with that you. That is, I think, part of the fantasy that. But she not, takes it a little far. Oh, totally! It completely spirals out of control, <laughs> as you would imagine. Right. But this first day, I'm like, I can see the appeal. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, everyone can see the appeal, but then they do the classic; it all goes wrong. But so she tries to use it on Taylor; it doesn't work, and then they have to pretend that the commands she was giving her was a dance, and then they start dancing to cover their tracks. Yes. Get Sit. It? Nah, shake. shake. It's, it's like it's called the rover. And, and Yuki starts doing it, and it's like it's a pretty good dance, Taylor. I don't know; it's it's funny. There was a point in this movie, and I can't tell you where it was, but it's somewhere between it around here with somebody makes a lot of jokes with the word taint in it oh yeah this and is it a, was she, incredibly she, tough oh it was bad but that's yuki is she said there's, there's there's a taint 
of dork in this room. And, then ah. you, and then, no, no, Taylor said that, and Yuki goes, yeah, and that taint ain't good or yes. something like that. But but my my no, my favorite line is that after they do this dance, Taylor says. I'm not going to laugh out loud because I believe it's a sign of weakness, but I want you to know I'm laughing in my brain so hard right now. I am puking in my yeah. brain. <laughs> I'm puking in my head. She's like full, it's this thing like full. full on vomit. Full yeah. on, it, was, it was, I was like, that is where I was like, who the hell wrote that? That's amazing. <sighs> so then she goes around the school and wreaking havoc. Wreaking havoc. And like, this is not just like Emma said, being like, hey, back the hell up, man. This is changing personalities of people. She tells the skaters to be gentlemen. To be gentlemen. She tells the the gamer guys to do something good for their spiritual and physical well-being, which they start to they become yoga yogis. yogis and do a bunch of yoga. And then she tell she makes trip she tells trip to be nice. Mm-hmm. Um and that one wasn't that bad. No, no, yeah, but I'm saying is she's gone And she tells the dirty kids to groom themselves, right. which and I think was also good. Well, yeah, yes. I see a lot of it as good. But until- I'm saying, but she's changing, she's taking away free will. If your only personality trait, okay, gamers and uh, skaters, this is probably bad, but if your only personality trait is being a disgusting, dirty piece of shit, tell me someone forcing well, you to groom yourself is not the no, worst No, that's thing. the thing. She says groom yourself, but that makes them like metrosexual. Like- yeah, well, like, I don't know why I had to go to that extreme except for comedic value yeah. in a movie, but like, I don't think it needed to get that. Right, that's crazy. what I'm saying. It didn't, they don't need to. She didn't say become obsessed with your appearance. Yeah, she needed to groom herself once. That's what the, she take meant. A fucking shower take a shower one time. That's basically what. So she changes. And all then this. she tells there is this is something from this show, that movie that shook me to my core in a way that I cannot describe to you without getting emotional again. The guy that Rachel likes is sitting Charlie. on a bench, Charlie, Wang. who doesn't really serve a whole great purpose. He, I think he has two lines, yeah. maybe. But he's sitting on a bench, and she orders him to be more expressive of his feelings for Rachel. No, not not for Rachel. She Rachel Two. says, "I like Charlie, but he's very closed off, and he doesn't like to share his feelings." She's like, "Be more expressive," and she says, "Be more expressive about your feelings to Rachel." And then he's like, "Rachel, I want to tell you how I'm feeling." Okay, but as I as we pan to Charlie, Charlie is sitting on this bench wearing tight gray denim shorts. I want to describe these to you to the folks at home. These things come down to his knee, and they are skin tight. (laughs) Bermuda denim shorts. And they shook me to my core, and I want to know what costume designer picked those out for a potential love interest for a woman. (laughs) Who decided, like, what... What the? He's also wearing like a tie. They're dressing him in a toned down version of something I would imagine Ryan from High School Musical to be wearing. Like he yeah. is dressed incredibly theatrically, and I'm like, is he yeah, supposed to be? Yeah, theatrically is a good one. That's the word I'm gonna go with tonight. And like, is he supposed to be a theater kid? Like, he's like, I don't get what his personality is because they don't go into it at all. But he's dressed insanely and dressed different than every other boy at the school. But also, that you say he's a love interest for Rachel. He is, but he has almost no lines, and we never get any resolution about how that works True, out. True, you're right. They never touch on it. He's basically a background character. Okay. So then she goes home after she looks upon what she has wrought and thought it was good, even though she's changed people's lives um, against their will. She goes home, and then the oldest brother, Adam, is, like, working out, and he's like, hey, did you get those notes? Oh, wait, where's my playbook here? My playbook, man, I got a lot of plays. Anyway, I was doing burpees, and, like, she's like, be focused. And... First of all, the way this shakes out is that he just looks at something and just stands there and thinks about it. Like he like he's like this lampshade. I could study it for hours. Why wouldn't like, you say like be more organized? Yeah, that's what I thought it was going, and they don't. They go and he's like this lampshade. Is it silk or linen? Oh, I could stare at it for hours. Oh, that basketball net. It's beautiful. It's, it's so intricate. Like it's 
really poorly really weird. poorly done. I didn't like it. Then the other two make sense. The brother comes around the corner with like fish tacos or some gross taco thing with like yeah, it's it, and then she's like show. make more normal food and he's like oh, I must get some organic vegetables immediately and he makes like a charcuterie tray yeah, which that is was which, nice. which was fun. And then the dad comes in the car and he's like, all right, boys, who wants to watch some football? And then she's like, be quieter. And then this, I actually did laugh, where he's like, football, foot, foot football, let's watch some foot, foot, football. Like, he's fighting to try he's and scream, struggling to try which scream. was kind of funny. And then she goes up to the bathroom, and then the youngest brother's, like, poured a slushie in a toilet for some reason. And he's like, you thought it could flush it, but it didn't. And then she's like, be clean. And then he's like, oh, I need a power washer and a chisel stat like it's very strange but that's how she's gonna alter the family and that's gonna affect them for the rest of the film but uh let's go to break and then when we come back we'll talk about wait did she already tell the younger one to be clean i just did all that oh, I just never mind freaking what what are you, she for someone who, i didn't even care for about some, this part for someone, for someone who's made who's bashing them for being the phone addiction thing emma was on her phone texting people right i now. was like not paying attention i didn't even write a note about this part i didn't care i thought well, we were we, all we, solid decisions well we need to cover it is what i'm saying and then i know we'll, but i just all right we'll, all of her calls. we'll go to break and we'll uh we'll be Right zap at you. We'll be no. zap. We'll, we'll zap right back. No, Emma, making the bad joke is my thing. Set your timer on your smartphones. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> we'll be back in a zap. We'll be back in a zap. Oh. Come on. Smartphones. Stepping out the door, they already know a song like, oh yeah. First upon the scene, like we're in a bad magazine, like, oh yeah. So far from head to toe. Keep yours, we got our own. Can't tell us nothing, no. back uh hello yes so what uh so zoe is, has made her alterations to her family which again very messed up mm-hmm. and uh she i ma- don't know i think they track but no <laughs> listen i know you've been making jokes that like oh men are trash we should change them cool but like it's very messed up what she's doing. I mean, she- they spiral out of control, but having one kid be cleaner and one not make disgusting food that explodes everywhere doesn't seem insane to me. Right, but it's taking away their... Per- it's changing their personality. I don't give a Like, fuck. the little kid is all... I don't like them. <laughs> they don't... I'm, uh, not even, like... As a joke, I'm saying movie doesn't give doesn't set them up as being people you like otherwise beforehand. So I don't right. care if their personalities are changed. Right. By the end, you see more of it, and then you become you're like, oh. But at this point, at this current point in the movie, knowing what you know to this point, I'm like, great, change them. They're fucking dicks. I know, but I'm saying like in a realistic sense, it's messed up what you do. I know in the I world, no, I, I don't think it's messed up at all. I'm just saying, if I could change well, you, I would. Uh, no, that's lovely. But I'm saying, like, literally, and that's actually a perfect segue, is that because all, because, the you know, the youngest boy is busy cleaning the house, the middleest boy is cooking food. Middleest boy? Middleest is cooking charcuterie or whatever. Do you cook charcuterie? I don't know. No. Okay. And then the, the oldest brother's jerking off to a lampshade. So they're all busy 
And so Zoe notices that no one's going to walk Humphrey, and she's like, oh, you know what? Even though this dog broke my music box, I'm going to help it out. I'm going to take it to the park. Uh, there was also a scene, I think, after her phone got broken where they're like, hey, let's all go. We're all going for a family run to the park with the dog. Like, you want to call? And she will Yeah, because she's pissed off. Um, and so she's like, all right, we'll do this now. And again, Zoe does this thing where she just says her thoughts out loud, like it's conversation. Well, this time she talks to the dog. She talks to the dog. So it kind of, so it's like. Which I think happens in a lot of these movies. Yes. As we can see it, we saw it in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Mm-hmm. But so she's walking through the park, and this is the, this is what I was saying, how it ties in, is she's like, I know that uh, using a magical app to change my my brothers isn't exactly ethical. And I was like, no, it's not ethical. It's megalomaniacal almost. <laughs> because like she, because she of course, knows what's best for everybody in this film. I, even though, I mean, it comes back to bite her, but that's her thought process. But so she, she's walking the dog, and then she comes across Jackson, who... Says, is, hey, smartphone. No, 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 no. Again. He says, hey, smartphone. Oh. <laughs> Stop he, saying it. I hate it. He's the... He, and again, it's like... A beautiful sunny day. He's wearing a beanie. It should be iPhone. Okay, sure. But it's a beautiful sunny day. He's wearing a beanie, a leather jacket, like a hoodie underneath it, gloves. He looks like a major jackass. Also, he's reading a book. It's like, okay, he's reading in the park, and she's like, comes across him reading. Yeah, and 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 first she's like, oh, is that the man's guide to being a rebel without a cause or a lonely guy reading? I know it's bad. It's a bad joke. That's what I'm pointing out. And he is reading fucking To Kill a Mockingbird, which who in the hell reads that book for leisure? That is something that everyone across the universe has to read, like, either at their sophomore year of high school or before. It is like douchebags that say their favorite book is The Great Gatsby. Like, oh, it's the one book you had to fucking read in high school. Congrats. (laughs) Like, who's reading that for leisure? Like, he's not cool because he has read To Kill a Mockingbird. Everyone has read To Kill a Mockingbird. He's trying to be deep and, you know, cool and show that... He's not and just then they a try to like, do this extended metaphor with like her being, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Where no. He's like, I feel like you remind me of the main character for Kill. She's like, that's my favorite book too. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah. They do kinda. an extended To Kill a Mockingbird metaphor, which doesn't fit at all. Yeah, I it's feel it's such a stretch. It's so yeah, weird it's, that they even it's, shoe it's, on that in there. Yeah, it's like he says it's like I like To Kill a Mockingbird because it's about like a young girl thinking she understands the world and then finding out everything she knew was wrong, and then she's like. I prefer to think of it as a young girl is like the moral compass or something that everything is judged by. I don't remember what she says. It's a really heavy-handed. It's very heavy-handed. Also, speaking of heavy-handed, I just reminded me, I didn't bring this up in part one, but uh, we said that the, they tried the app out and it doesn't work on girls, and the reason they say that is because boys are more dog-like and True. girls are too catty, which I was like, I feel like that's offensive to both parties. That's a pretty big generalization. Because it is a generalization, and I'll take heat for this, but I also think it's true. Okay, great. But so, okay, so she has, she has this interaction with this jackass, and uh, it's just like nothing. Who cares? So then the mom comes home from work again. She's the breadwinner of this family, and she's like comes across Adam uh, staring at the lampshade, being like, "What's going on?" And then the middle brother comes up, and he's like, "Oh." Like a- Fancy. He's like a, he's like a, no, it's like a cheese tray. Because he's like, oh, it's the tribe, the salami. And then she's like, oh, it's good. And then he goes, prosciutto. And I was like, was that like supposed to be a pun like he was saying for sure no? But it kind of like prosciutto. It was dumb. And then the dad comes up and he's like, hi, honey. How was your day? Good to see you. Love you. And again, I think that's why that guy got hired because it's kind of funny to hear him do that quiet voice. And then so, and then Zoe comes back from walking the dog, and the mom's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And she's like, "No, it's cool. Everything's wor- it's working out. All Great. Good. It's fine. Bye. Don't worry about it." Um. And then we cut to school the next day, and it is, and this is where we find out 
the fact that varsity dance team is six people. Again, no room <laughs> on that team, guys. It's no, too full. I know. Because, like, the only explanation is the fact that Taylor only trusts these six people to be on varsity. But, the fact, but like we said, it's insane that the school lets her be so in control of this dance squad. Yeah. Because they're doing... Varsity dance practice ne- right next to JV dance practice. And how fortuitous that JV, is except it, for Rachel and Zoe, is, is all boys. Is all boys. Which at first I was like, oh, that's cool of Disney, showing, you know, like, guys guys no, can be... No, it was a plot device. Yeah, I, I realized later it was a plot device. Because I was like, oh, man, guys who are into dance, that's cool. I realized instantly it was a plot no, device. I, okay, this I was didn't. not for diversity. No, it was not. Or inclusion. It was just a plot device. Yeah. Okay, so then... Also, the blonde girl, what's her name? Taylor. Taylor. She sucks at dancing. Yeah, they... Uh, She's she, not bad. No. She, but, like, the other people behind her are better than her. <laughs> and Zendaya is so... Zendaya is so much better than she, her. Zendaya is amazing at dancing. She's it, not As we'll good. see in a second. But there's actually a pretty good gag where the captain of the JV team is like, Hey, so I'm the captain of the JV team. Uh, my first question is, does anyone else want to be captain? <laughs> Which was, And then Rachel nominates Zoe, and they're all like, Yes, please do it. Uh, which is pretty good. And they're all like, all right. And then Zoe's like, oh, you know, we're all here because we love dance. And then they're like, I, I just am here to meet girls, pretty much. And then Rachel, like, scoots away from him, which mm-hmm. was a good gag. But uh, the thing is, like, I think we mentioned that these four guys are dressed so incredibly dorky. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. The guy's got headgear. The other guy's got, like, a tiny backpack. And then... There's one guy with massive glasses. He might yeah. also have the headgear. Yeah. And then there's... And so Dougie from Descendants, the other kid, is just what I called him. I don't know his name. Um, is like, hey, so I've been studying the dance traditions of the Maori uh, tribal dance people, and I was hoping we could work that into the routine, and he, like, starts, like, stomping around or whatever. And, I mean, that's an actual... I actually took a dance class in college. I know the Maori dance thing is a thing. I just feel I like... I do not. I just feel like it was weird that Disney was like, hey, let's reference this or whatever. And Zendaya immediately shoots him down. She's like, let's put that in the idea box and Keep leave it, it there, there, which was pretty good. But so she... Uh, like choreographs a dance and is a quick little dance. I was like, all right, just go out there and do it. And of course, they're terrible uh, because it's yeah, they're and not then, good, right? And then she sees Taylor's crew, quote unquote, killing it out there, and she's like, oh, I got all six of them. All six of them. I mean, they're six too. Um, but oh, there's also a good, but uh, there's actually another good line where it's like. I mean, hey, we all at least made it to the pass the tryout, and they're like, actually, you don't have to try out for JV. You can just sign up, and it's whatever. Um, but so after seeing them suck and Taylor laugh at them, Zendaya's like, all right, we're doing this now. So she pulls out the app and is like, follow my lead. And then the boys, of course, start dancing amazing because they're following Zendaya's example. Rachel, I guess, is, ju- is like just as good. Just as good, I guess, yeah. I had a feeling, though, that I don't think the actress is actually that good of a dancer because when you, whenever you see them dancing... In this, and then at the final dance-off, they never really show her dancing. Like she, it's just really tight shots. And then when you see, maybe like, that's why she's always wearing hats. Yeah, so they can put I, a hat I think they're, they're up, faking uh, it. With that's her. possible. I think they just hired her for her acting. I don't think she's really a dancer. That's entirely possible. Um, but so then they start dancing, and then Taylor's like, "What? How are they good now? That's crazy!" But a but a and it's freaking out, freaking out. Um, and then, but then also another confusing thing is that Zendaya starts to, like, say the dance steps into her phone where she's like, pivot, turn. And I was like, wait, didn't you just follow, wasn't follow my lead good enough? Like, the whole command thing on this is very confusing. I'm very in the weeds with it. Yeah, it's very strange. On how it works. But so because they did such a good job. In practice. Uh, in practice against the varsity, I don't know, I guess because they were kind of competing. Um, Zendaya, Zoe, decides that, like, you know what? We're better than Varsity. 
we should be the ones to represent our school at state, which I think... She's obsessed with going to state. Yeah, I don't know if we... went to state at her old school, I think. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this up top, but, like, when we were talking about the mom uprooting her child and destroying her dreams, this is what we meant, is that she was on the dance team at her old school that was going to go to state, but before they ended up going to state, uh, she had to move. And she was going to have a solo, mind you. Yeah, she was going to have a solo, because she's that good. But now, but I don't, I guess this school just also happens to be going to state, and, like... She wants to get in there, I guess. I don't know. Or, I don't know if that was like, are they going to see it? Are they already... I don't know. It's confusing. It's, it's very contrived. Um, and then so they go talk... Taylor and Zoe go and talk to, like, the administrator. And then she's like, uh, Taylor, I thought you put all the dance... Zoe says, we're better than... Right, them. right. We should serve the same. And then the woman's like, I thought you put all the good people on varsity and all the, the dance... dance challenge. And I was like, okay, a teacher can't say that. You can't do that. Also, why are you not mandating the tryouts? We Absolutely. Did yeah, we, we did, did we did this. But it's insane. And then, so Zoe's like, we just want a chance, so how about we do a dance-off? And Taylor's and like... And I wrote in all caps and notes, is there gonna be a dance-off? <laughs> right before she said dance-off. And, and, like, and Emma called it, because they're... And Taylor's like, no, we're not gonna dance-off with JV. And then the administrator's like, well, actually, we do need a, an act also, for... Also, Zoe, when explaining why there should be a dance-off, she uses the term institutional bias. And I wrote down, institutional bias, fight for equality, you vote queen. Five exclamation points. Cool. I was just gonna say, Taylor, if by institutional bias you mean institutional Taylor being a bitch, but okay. I just like that term. I that is, yeah, great. that was good. Um, but so, she's like, actually, we need some an act for, like, the first home game of basketball, so we could do it then. And then she's, like, really excited because she wants to get one of those applause-o-meter machines, and, like, we can judge it that way, which is... Also, by the way, this does not pan out well for no, us. No, no, it does not. It's, uh, very, it's wild. And then she's like, and then I actually do like the administrator, which is like, Taylor's like, we're not doing the dance-off. And then the administrator's like, mm, I'm thinking dance-off. Like, I mean, I'm thinking, you know what? I know, I know I've never met this Zoe girl before in my life, and I trust you implicitly to run the dance team, but I'm thinking, thinking dance-off. Also, applause meter. Yeah, and because she wants that applause meter, the applauseometer, if you will. Oh, there's also a good bit where the yoga the yoga gamers are in the middle of the hall, and she's like, "Hey, I told you, put out no candles in the hallway. It's a fire hazard." And they have to like move. I thought that I got a decent laugh out of that. I um, didn't. So Taylor and her yell at each other after this meeting, and and then after the meeting, she runs back into sunglasses to kill a mockingbird douche nozzle. Yes, because they both run into. Jack Jackson is his name. Okay. Jackson. Thanks for that. Yeah. They both run into Jack. You didn't remember in part one either. Uh, they run into Jackson, and Jackson's like, hey, I was looking for you. And Taylor's like, oh, me? For me? Yeah, oh, what did you want, babe? And he's like, no, not for you, psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to talk to Zoe. And then she's like, ha, ha, what is happening to my life? That was a terrible impression. And yeah, wow. yeah I really got away from me. And then he's like, hey. So then he does the classic douchebag move that I feel like a lot of guys go with these days, which is not, hey, do you want to go out sometime? It's that, hey, do you want to hang out? And like... And isn't this like a point of contention like in the plot where she's yes. like, is this a date? Like, what is hang out versus yeah, a date? Yeah, I actually really liked that Disney was addressing this. That like, okay, guys... Okay. What? What? No, 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 I'm not being sarcastic. I was, oh. like, I was saying, okay, okay, I'm oh, okay. It like you're mentally to... checking myself. Because I don't remember uh, if it was just me thinking yes. that or if they actually say it out loud. No, no, like, it's, a, it's, a legitimate, it's a legitimate point, is that he says, I want to hang out, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, sure. And he's like, I'm going to be at this diner tonight uh, if you want to swing by and hang out for a bit. And she's like, yeah, sure. And then, like, her and Rachel later, she's like, he said he wanted to hang out. I don't, like, know what that means. And I was like, Disney, way to go to address that guys are douchebags when they ask stuff like this. It's- also, yeah, first of all, fuck people say hang out. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Second of all, it usually just means, like, sit on your couch mm-hmm. and wait until... 
we hook up, but, but whatever. <laughs> but the whole point of this diner date that I need to talk about, date, I'm using that in quotes. Is it doesn't involve chess club. <laughs> okay, first of all, I have a few big problems with it. Number one, the fact that he's hanging out with the chess club. Well, no, no, he's on the chess club. And he invites her to meet him post-chess club. Number two, she is dressed so formally. She's very formal. She's in a, guys, in what I could only consider, like, a homecoming dress. Or, like, a spring formal dress. People don't have homecoming. Like, she's in a school dance dress going to this diner that serves, like, fries and nachos. And is hosting a chess club meeting. (laughs) And she is dressed to the nines. But I will say, to Disney's credit, they do over, at, towards the end, she calls Rachel in the middle of the date and she f- talks about how she's freaking out and she's way overdressed. Yeah, she, she does say she's overdressed. They point it out. Even though I didn't really, I mean, I just didn't notice until she said something. I was like, oh yeah, I guess she kind of is. Like, wearing I noticed fancy. instantly. Yeah, I, I was I like, wasn't... oh my god. I mean, well, I was a little distracted because she looks beautiful. And I was like, oh, hey Zendaya. Then she's like, yeah. So she shows up to this diner. There's also a scene at the basketball game where we see... How some of the stuff panning's out, like the coach, like trying to like yell at the players, being like, "Run faster, strike!" I don't know. And then Adam focusing on the net, tripping, nice, whatever. Um, and so we go to the diner for their whatever date. He yeah. And so this double, this is not only a hangout spot for him. This is also a chess team meeting, and he's on the mm-hmm. chess team. Which I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's unrealistic that a guy who's cu- supposed to come off as like the king of cool couldn't be on the chess team. But I'm a little surprised Disney went there. Because I feel like... This whole character makes no sense to Oh, me. yeah, it doesn't... Why is fake John Travolta on the chess team? <laughs> um, but so, she shows up, he's beats some guy in chess, and he's like, hey, sit down, you know, you want to get something to eat or whatever, and then this is again where we get a scene where she just speaks out loud her thoughts, where she's like, oh, omelet looks good, but I mean, I don't know if it's much for, like, uh, after school or whatever, it's like, oh, the part, like, just and saying... she says random- something great about, like, if this was a date, I don't yes. want to get something so messy. Yeah, she says that this is a date, and you can tell on his face, he's kind of like, uh, what? And she's kind of like, oh, God, I, I, not that this is a date, uh, I don't know, again, Zendaya, wait, did I do it right or bad? Zendaya. Damn it. Zendaya, Zoe, Nope, I do. I want to talk about the person, not the character. Zendaya does awkward really, really well. She plays this scene very, very well. I just wish that the guy said more stuff instead of just her expositing, like yes, word yes. vomiting in front of him. But like she, she does when these this awkward scene really, really well. But so she runs off and like calls Rachel. Oh no! First of all, they have a very kind of sexist conversation about men. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I have something controversial to say. Oh God. The whole conversation is very sexist, but the very end of it, I think that they, he says something that I found was very eloquent and, like, accurate, and I feel like this was the sentence that, like, they pivoted the whole movie around, and were like, somebody said this in, like, a, a writer's meeting at 3 a.m., and everyone was like, that's so fucking deep, we need to make a whole movie about it. It was like, somebody said this at 3 a.m. high, and they were like, oh my god, this is the deepest thing ever. <laughs> but I will say it is really accurate, oh. where he says... I was like, that fucking hot take that fake John Travolta says that about girls versus boys where girls pretend to enjoy each other's company as an excuse to be competitive and boys pretend to be competitive as an excuse to enjoy each other's company. Something like that. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? It's Yeah. And I thought that was very, very interesting. I don't think it's true for everyone, but I right. thought that was a very this, like, good... Like we said, this movie isn't necessarily 
like sexist anyway, but it re- relies on a lot of broad generalizations and characters. It is a broad generalization, but I thought it was a very clever way to say something that I think is somewhat accurate. Okay, uh, yeah, I can see what he's saying, but at the same time, whenever you make any kind of statement like that, you're overgeneralizing. But yeah, so they have that weird conversation, and then she runs off to call Rachel, and she's like, and she's like, oh hey, how's the date going? And she's like, I don't know, I called it a date, I'm really overdressed, but, but yeah, I was okay. So she doesn't then, admit she but, was But it's also the fact that she's like, also, we, this is the part where we cut into Rachel's room and see that she has this Charlie guy on throw pillows, which freaked me the hell out. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, right, guys love competition, like we were just talking about. So she makes these two chess nerds... With the uh, app. With the app. She makes them... Fl- she says, flirt with me, and then runs back to uh, Jackson, and like they just come up and start doing the most cringy... It was really bad. It was I, very I really dumb. Don't, I don't remember anything they said because it made me so uncomfortable. It's just a lot of like close-up camera angles on these two guys just being like, hey... Did you know so that you're beautiful? beautiful? And like, oh, it made me my it. skin crawl. I didn't like it. Um, and then they're just like, and then it just cuts to them walking home, and they're like, huh, that was weird, right? And it's like, yeah, huh, I guess, you know, <laughs> like it didn't really work. I guess I don't know. They have this awkward walk home, and then basically like, there's a moment where you're like, are they gonna kiss? What's gonna happen? And that's like what she's thinking is like, <laughs> are they gonna kiss? What's gonna happen? And he just kind of fake John Travolta beanie dude just kind of bails. And no matter how many times I say his name is Jackson, you're just going to keep calling him fake John Travolta. I don't care what his name is. <laughs> and so he just kind of bails, and you can tell that she's, like, visibly disappointed, right? Yes. And, like, doesn't really know what to do, and then walks Well, she's, she's still a little confused about whether or not this was even really a date. Date, yeah. And then so she he walks her home, and then it's just like, all right, so uh, I'll see you tomorrow, or see you around, or whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. And then... She walks up the driveway, and then the oldest brother, Adam, is not shooting hoops, but he's supposed to be. Um, and this is probably, in my opinion, the best scene in the movie. I Okay, I said this. I said, I liked this court combo. I really like this older brother. I yes. find him very endearing. This was a very well-written, very nice little moment between her and uh, the older brother. Although, I do kind of wish... That like this is kind of the foundation on what makes her th- on what makes her think that she's like misjudged these guys basically, mm-hmm. and I do kind of wish that we got a little bit more of that from the other two and not just from the oldest brother. But that being said, I do still really like the scene. I really like the older brother. Yeah, the other two never really come around for me, but I love no. the older one. And there's also a moment where they get where he's like uh, he kind of make he, they, the movie actually says like you know maybe boys and girls aren't that different. Like, maybe you've misjudged us, kind of thing. And I was like, there's a message this movie should kind of go out on. But it, it doesn't. It just sticks to kind of its broad generalizations. Well, he also says something nice where it's... I also think, think this is a broad generalization, but this was one of the few things. And guys, I'm not saying anything this movie says is good, but it was there was two quotes I pulled out. The one from the diner about um, boys versus girls. I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. And this one, he says something where it's like... Um, He's like, most of the times when boys are confusing, it's because they're confused themselves. Yes. They don't know what they want. Yeah. And I thought that was a very interesting way to frame it, and I think that is very true of a lot of... Yes. And I think that's genuinely a good lesson for, for the kids watching. Yes. It's like, hey, b- boys and girls aren't the different. They can both be confused about the same thing. You don't know what you want. He doesn't know what he wants. That's where the confusion's coming from. Exactly. And like I said, that's why this is one of the best... This is probably the best scene in the movie. Um, so then she goes upstairs to her room... And the dad comes in and he gives... This is also a really nice scene, actually. This is maybe the second best Mm -hmm. scene in the movie. The dad, the quiet dad, comes in and is like, Hey, uh, here you go. And it's the music box that the dog (laughs) broke. And 
She's like, my music box. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it was just took some epoxy and glue or whatever. Adam uh, managed to hold it together for five hours, pretty much. And you know what? Here so I wrote, focused. the new dad is hot. I said it. <laughs> he looks hot here. He does. <laughs> well, this is what I was saying. This is one of the scenes that he's good in. Like, in the first couple scenes, he's kind of bad. But in these in this scene, he, it kind of works. Um, and so, and she's like, oh, thanks, Dad. Like, it was, it's a cute scene where he gives her the music box back. And then she talks to the dog out loud, like, in so many Disney Channel original movies, where she's like, I don't know, Humphrey, maybe I misjudged these guys. Maybe I should use, take the app tomorrow and use it to kind of give them a longer leash. Which is a crazy statement, because one, she doesn't do that. Two, it implies that she's like, you know what? They've earned a little restraint in my, in the dynasty I have created with my mind control. So then it gets to the next day and dance practice again, right? Yes. Yes. So the, she, they're doing dance practice because they're pre- preparing for the dance-off. But the guys all, all try to quit because they don't like mm-hmm. what they're doing. And she uses the app. Well, she doesn't use the app to make them stay. She convinces them to stay, but then uses the app to make them dance or whatever. But the thing is, like, they dance well, but they're, she's like, oh, they're, they're like hearts aren't in it. Like, their soul isn't in it. And I was like, their soul wasn't in it the first time. You used the app to make <laughs> yeah. them follow you. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're like, oh, their hearts not in it. I thought that, that was such a weird term. Yeah. She's like, their hearts not in it this time. I was like, wasn't it at the first it time? It wasn't. And then she sees uh, Varsity Squad do their dance very well. And then she uses the app to make, like, the three boys on the team <laughs> confuse their left and right completely. So they all fall. She gives Taylor, like, the biggest, like, stare down. She's like, huh, I thought Varsity was better than that. Maybe that's the squad you belong on. And it's supposed to be treated like this big moment where she's, like, gone mad with power pretty much. But the thing is, is I don't... But well, this is when they confuse their right from their left, right? Yeah, this confuse okay. their right from their left. Because they all fall. Everybody's on the ground. And she's like, you're a piece of garbage. You belong yeah. on this squad with all the other garbage. My squad's going to crush you or whatever. And Jackson's, like, right there, and she's like, oh, hey, Jackson. And he just, like, walks off and is like, I don't need any of this. And uh, she chases after him, and she's like, no, you don't understand. She, like, deserved it. Like, I was just trying. She did it to me or something. I don't know. And he's like, listen, I don't know. Like, she's like, what do you want? And he's like, I don't know. And, uh, and she's like, I don't know what like I want. in this weird fight that... Yeah, that's, a, it's, that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is so confusing. Because at first, I thought he was mad because, like... He saw her kind of control them or something, but no, it's not. No, he just saw them. He yelled at that bitch that yeah. he also hates. Yeah, and I and then like so it's just really also weird like fun. this girl deserves some comeuppance, okay? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she does. And then and it's like also like you don't need magical powers. I'm just need to tell someone that they suck. This right. girl should have been told that she sucked a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But she, and then she's like, I know what I want, and then she pulls the phone out and she's like, I want you to kiss me. And, like, I was like... He doesn't say, I want you. She goes, then just kiss me. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Sorry. I, there is a, the scene is very slow, which I was like, is Disney going to let let him do it on the lips? Like, because it's so much focus put on. Generally, when they let you kiss on lips, it's like a... It's quick, yeah. And, but it's like a slow-mo, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's happening. He's being mind-controlled. And they kiss her on the cheek. And I was like, damn it, Disney, even now? Then he's like, oh, uh, I don't know why I did that. Uh, she's like, yeah, uh, it was weird. And then they just both go away, and it's a terrible scene. It was awful. But it was also one of those weird things we were talking about earlier where it's like, he's like, I don't know why I did that. Like, he, it does feel like a weird, like, against his will sort of body motion. Yeah. And so then she goes back into the practice, and I was like, so is this this, after that, is that the scene, is this the scene where she realizes her and Rachel have like a conversation where it's like, you know in the movies when people get magical powers like this and then it all starts to go wrong? Do you think that's going to happen to us? 
Um, and then she's like, no, because you know who those people are? Boys. And we're girls, so it's not going to happen. This is a terrible... Uh, Zendaya that was a saying, weird accent. Well, because Zendaya... This, that's my Taylor voice. Zendaya is saying this. Uh, but she's like, no, there's those. that always happens to boys. We're girls. We got this. Um, but then she all basically realizes the fact... I don't know if this actually is the scene. It might have been earlier. But she also realizes the fact that the next the dance-off is, like, tomorrow. And I, I don't know if she's, like, watching them practice or something or what makes her think of this. I, I don't remember. But she realizes, oh, no... Uh, Adam can't play because he's I've, yes. I've controlled him to be so focused and that made me question so what was the point of doing the fo- like you weren't improving your own life you just if anything made his life worse like you could have just said like don't talk to me and you probably would have been fine but the fact that he can't do anything except focus on one thing is crazy but also wait where is the scene where they like try to make it stop when they like the schoolyard where is that in maybe the- that's next is I that feel- next I, I- think so I just remember that, and I, I this it really frustrated me. But continue. Yeah, yeah. There's yes. a, I was right. There is a scene. I think there's a, this is after the Jackson scene where like they start to realize things are going off the rails because like the or maybe the maybe it's the next day. It, it's some scene in there, um, like the 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 stinky guys who are now like super into their appearances are at the war with the yogas yogis. <laughs> um, and uh, Trip is very nice to people. I don't remember what the problem yeah. is with that. Um, and so she just yells, like, st- and oh, and the big thing is that Charlie, the guy Rachel likes, is, like, hugging her way too much. Yes. And she's like... She, she's it, like, you need to stop this. Yeah, it's like, you got... It's that careful what you wish for type situation where she's like, it's too much. Um, and they're actually a pretty decent gag where she's like, stop hugging Rachel. And then he goes and hugs Zendaya. And I was like, that's funny. Um, and then she just goes, stop, into the phone. And everyone just freezes. And, like, everyone around... That's, that's This is my note. Why doesn't she just say, go back to normal? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I was screaming at the I, TV I don't screen. Know if, I, I don't was know. Like, just say, go back to normal. I don't know if we've addressed this. Zendaya is bad at this. She Stop? Like, no, don't like, say stop. Say, go back to normal. Pretend the commands never happened. There's yeah. a million things you could say in that's that phone saying. that would work. Right, but what I'm saying is the fact that, like we said, with the focus thing on Adam, like, I feel like if I got the power to mind control people, like, I'm not saying I would use it, because, again, it's unethical, but I feel like if I was if I was in this role where I had to control people with phone, I would know relatively, like, what to say to get people to do what I wanted and how to stop it. The solution is only offered later, and it's really bad. But she she's very bad at being, like, mind control queen of this school. She's not good at it. Right. So she, yeah, so this, she realizes everything's going off the rails. She, she might ruin Adam's future because he's got, he's trying, he needs to get a scholarship to go to college at, like, for basketball. Mm-hmm. And there, there's going to be a college scout at the... Uh, don't worry, they mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, events, yeah. Including the announcer. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. That, there is a college, college scout in the, the audience. I was like, why would you announce that? Um, but she was like, I have to undo this to him. In order well, to- she knows that there is a nice sense of gravitas put to this where she's like, this is his whole future. Yeah, like, she- I have now really fucked up. I was trying to make my life easier, but like after the court conversation where he's always talking about the pressure that's like put on him, he's like, this is his whole life. If he has to get into college. Like she realized she totally messed this up, which yeah. is, which is good. Um, but then, uh, there, there isn't, there's another scene in the bathroom where we see Taylor take her phone away from her. Which I was confused by, because I was like, so does Taylor... I didn't even... Okay, first of all, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not... Me on a plane is not the, I guess, what is it called? Target audience for this? Because (laughs) I didn't even see Taylor take the phone. I was like, who has the phone? 
Yeah, there, she goes into, like, the bathroom set that it's they have. It's too quick. It's very quick. She's just, like, looking in the mirror, like, talking to herself or whatever. I or kind sp- of assumed Taylor oh, had I think because of that bathroom they, scene, but I never actually saw her grab it. This, now that I remember, I think this is after her conversation with Jackson, because she goes in there to, like, splash water on her face, and she, uh, after her, she has that awkward moment with Jackson, and then Taylor comes in, takes the phone out of her bag. So I was confused about why she took the phone, because I was like, does she... How does Taylor figure out the phone thing? That's the thing, is that I was like, okay, so does she know it controls boys? We find out in a second she does, but we're never shown how she knows that. Because, I mean... She, like, kind of looks at it during the practice, where she's, like, holding it. So you think she kind of maybe... That's the thing, I couldn't tell if she was taking it just because she knew Zendaya... hmm? Zendaya, like, always had it on her, needed it. Like, it was her but whole no, life. But no, then there's a cut. So there's, she takes it. And then the, and the then dad cut, comes back to the basketball game. We cut to Taylor. And Taylor's like, this phone mm, controls, controls boys. It has, somehow. It controls. And I don't know how she put two and two together on that one. It's crazy. But that's at the basketball game, which I guess we are at now. I think we kind of skipped something, but it probably wasn't important. Whatever. We're but, at the basketball game. Right. Um, so we go to the basketball game. And yeah, the announcer's like, welcome to the first uh, the first game of the season. There's and there's a, a college, college scout in the stands. Which, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, and so she shows up, Zendaya shows up, and is like, hey, guys, listen. Um, mom, dad. Well, she pulls the she pulls the dad and the son off the uh off the off the court and is like she walks in and she's like, "All right, everybody, team huddle." Yeah, she's yeah, family she, huddle. Yeah, she like t- tells the mom and the brothers to come up too, and everyone's really confused. And they're like, "Okay, I guess we'll just go warm up, whatever." Um, and this is they've had a con- Rachel and her have had a conversation where they're deciding to yeah, like we said, free Adam and basically free everybody mm-hmm. of the control. Um, and she's like, and so what I thought was going to happen is she got them all together so she could all unilaterally free them of her control. No. She decides to tell them the truth. And then, but she has no plan to free them and thinks that they're going to be able to come up with it? No, no, Or does no. she think that telling them will free them? No, she just wants to come clean. Oh, okay. Because she doesn't know she doesn't have her it's phone. It's silly me. No, because she, oh. she, doesn't, she doesn't know she doesn't have her phone because Taylor took it out of her bag. Got it, so got in a sec- it. So she tells her, she tells the family, hey, I put you under magical mind control with my cell phone app. I'm sorry, I'm gonna undo it. And the everyone, of course, is like, you're crazy, especially the mom. And then she's like, that's why you've been so... The cool. mom is literally like, you need to see someone. Yeah. And the, the, but weirdly, the brothers and the dad kind of get on board by the end. The mom's still like, you are in Right. I mean, I guess you, you could probably argue the fact that the dad, they all think that, like, yeah, I have been acting weird lately, so maybe. Maybe but, that's... But, but, still. The, but if, I feel like even if I was like, huh, why have I been acting like this lately? And someone was like, I'm controlling you through a magical cell phone app. I'd be like... Screw you. No, we're not... I'm not... Don't be an idiot. But you are right. She doesn't exactly know what to do because she's like, I want to free you all from it. And the littlest brother is like, oh, well, if it's like a dog training app or whatever... Oh, no, no. First, they're like, we could download another app that's like for boys or something and then we'll dunk it in water and then spin it around and then stick it in dog food. At this point, I was like, shut up. Yeah, and then the little... And then the littlest brother's like, hey, what do we do whenever we want our dog to stop doing something? And they're like, I don't know. And he says, we just say release, which is not how any dog training works ever. <laughs> like, if you if it's holding something in its mouth, then yeah, you'd say release. But generally, I feel like the word you use is heal. <laughs> like, if he's, like, running around or, like... Like, what is release? Also, why wouldn't it be just go back to normal? Or that, yes. But I think they really wanted to tie it to the word, to a word. And I was like, I don't think if my dog is, like 
going around going crazy, I'd be like, release! I just, like... I think it means, like, release the command or something. Right, but... It doesn't make any sense. But the whole point of it is that it's, like, command and obey. So she gives the command and then they have to obey. It's not like it's, like, pressing a release button. Like, there... I I feel like they'd just be like, release what? Like, what are you talking... That's how they're treating I'm saying I think it would have been, A, funnier... And B, make more sense if she had said heal or something. Okay, like, moving but, what, on. All right, moving on. So she's like, okay, we'll do that. And she reaches in the bag. She's like, um, Phone's gone, Phone's bitch. gone, yes. So then she's like, well, where could it have gone? She's like, I don't know. I like, I used it on Jackson and it was terrible. And then I went into the bathroom and I don't know. And then Taylor... This is where we see her being like, it controls voice. Right, well, no, 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 no. This is where she enters the gymnasium. On a throne. On a throne. I don't know where being she got carried thrown. by voice. Yeah, because because we said the scene where she finds out. She knows it's controlled She voice. She knows it controls voice. She, I guess Zendaya just doesn't have a lock on her phone. Because Taylor just opens that bad boy right up, finds the app, goes out and tests it on some of those shirtless boys. Uh, yep. And then and is and like, like carry me in on a throne, yeah. bitches. And, but also, like, she gets, like, a song to play over the crowd. And I was like, what is this song? Where is it coming from? I was just like, what is happening right now? But that being said, it's kind of really funny. Like I said, I do like Taylor. She gets carried in on the throne. And then Zendaya is just like, oh, God, Taylor has the phone. And then, so Taylor's using it. She's like, oh, you team. But she uses it like a crazy person. Right. Like, and not in a way that is helpful to anyone. She's just using it she's, for sheer she's, power. She's mad with she's power. Like she's like a literal supervillain. Yes, like, just she, making the boys shake and dance. Yeah, she's like, you guys do the hokey pokey. You guys do a kick line. And then she, like, takes the megaphone from somebody and, like, uses it. The, the and then crowd. And she's like, everyone, bow, bow down to me. She has some complexes. She's something she, fucked she, up she wants to be head. She wants to be worshipped, I guess. I am really scared of her. Yes. And this is the thing that pissed me off, is that earlier when they did it with the scene where she said stop and everybody just froze and then go again... The people, like, there are people that these boys are talking to who are just like, why did you just freeze for two minutes, yeah. two seconds? And I was like, okay, whatever. It's just a dumb group scene. There are literally, like, every woman in the crowd for the next, like, ten minutes is just looking like, huh? Huh? Well, What's you see going that in, on? like, the announcers, because one of the announcers is male and one of the announcers is female. But one of them is the administrator from earlier. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's the same old But lady. the dude's, like, bowing down and the woman's like, um, can we continue on with our job? Yeah, like- but I'm saying is the fact that, like, when you see this happen... Like, why are you just sitting? Like, why aren't you going, like, Stanley, why are you doing this or anything? They're just, they're just like, huh? What? What's going on? Especially the mom, too. It pisses me off that she doesn't do anything. This she is, does nothing. Yeah, this she whole just sits scene. by. She doesn't go up to her husband and We be said like, this while watching it. They, until the end of this movie, like, from now until credits roll, this mom does fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. So Zoe and Rachel are like, okay, how do we, she's got the phone. She's doing all this crazy stuff with it. We have to figure out how to get it from her. So I thought there's 17, there's 17 million different ways to get it from her. You just, one, walk up to her. She's holding it in her hand. It's not like it's freaking handcuffed to her. She's holding it in her hand. Just fucking tackle her. You don't even, you don't even need to tackle her. Just walk up. Grab it out of her hand. Sure, you ha- probably have to fight her a little bit, but there's two of you. She can't take you both down. I think she's so. not that strong. And get your mom involved. She yeah. can stop sitting in her ass. But so, but Zoe, they come up with a plan. But Zoe's part of this plan is to go up to Taylor and be like, "Hey, give me the phone." And she's like, no, I have everything I've ever wanted because I'm a megalomaniac. Yeah, why don't you just ask for it? And Because it's a Disney Channel original movie. I'm sorry. I, had to, I hate when we use that as a justification, but that's why. And so then she's like, you know what? It's time I got you some payback. So she's like, you three boys. She gets like the brothers to, 
I forget what she threatens to make them do or something. Oh, she no, she makes them do like dog stuff. Dog she's, like, she's like shake, scoot on the ground, scoot on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's shake. like, and then she's like, no. If you want revenge, use it on me. And she's like, uh, the app doesn't work on girls. And she's like, you don't need to use the app. Just do whatever you want me to say. Whatever you want me to do, and I'll, I'll do, do anything. It. And yeah, and then. Like, this is the wildest scene in the movie. Because she just does that same thing where she's like, roll around, shake, bark, beg, and like... Zen- it's like a choreographed little routine thing where she's like kneeling, and then on all fours, yeah. and she rolls, and she's back up on all fours. Yeah, like, it's it's really weird to see Zendaya just be like... Also, if like this girl... I'm just... Uh, in. At a certain point, I'm like, Taylor is a dumbass villain. Uh-huh. If your rival at school is like, I'll do whatever you want, just stop. Like, wouldn't you be like, tell Jackson you never want to see him again? Yeah. Or like, quit dance. That's where I thought like, it was... why would you make her pant and roll over? That's where I thought it was going, was going to be something like that. Something, you know, actually interesting to the plot. But no, it's just like, I want to embarrass you, I guess. But watching her do this... I'm sorry, let me rephrase. This is the <laughs> wildest part of the movie. Because seeing her do this, the oldest brother, again, because he's the best one, somehow breaks the control Taylor has over him. And, and go- joins her. And joins Zendaya. In doing the <laughs> down, yeah, that, yeah, roll over, Like doing pants. the dog stuff. And he, she, he's like, she's like, Adam, and he's like, we're a family. We do this together. And then, like, the other two brothers join in. And then the dad, not the mom, because she's not, Definitely. she's nothing. And they all just start doing the dog stuff. But then the craziest thing is that Jackson comes in, which okay, so Jackson does it. Yeah, Jackson gets in. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're but right. the thing is, is Jackson's in this gymnasium, and I guess because he's behind Taylor, like he's unaffected by the chime or whatever, because he's not doing the bowing or anything. It's he's just, above it. But he's then so he, cool. but then he gets down on all fours and like joins them. And I was like. Wait, you're not a part of the family. Why are you doing They've never even met you. But the whole point, isn't the point that, like, the reason they were able to break it is because you can't make a dog turn away from its pack? Right, but he's not a part of the pack. He just wants to I bone their know. daughter. I don't know. He just wants to bone he their daughter. He just wants to bone the daughter. Well, he's confused if he wants to bone the daughter, but he wants to bone the daughter. But, like, that's what was confusing about it to me. But, no, 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 that's the thing, is that he didn't, I guess he did it because he wasn't under mind control, so, like... He just was like, all right, I'm just going to go with the flow. We're doing this now, I guess. Although, question, if Taylor knew that he was there, why wasn't one of the things on her to-do list be like, hey, only love me forever now. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye, Zendaya. I got what I wanted. Um, Because he's there. Like, that's the one thing you wanted this whole movie is to get your boyfriend back. And that's totally where I thought the whole mind control thing was going that you wanted. But no, you just wanted to be worshipped, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, then Zendaya stands up and she's like... See, you, your, your control isn't all powerful because you can't make a dog do anything against its own pack, like we, the youngest kid, the kid said in in the beginning. And then she's like, "By the way, that mascot is not a man." And she's like, "What?" And then Rachel takes her head or ma- in the mascot suit, takes the head off, and she's like, "Surprise!" I don't know what she says. <laughs> I don't remember. This she is says. so dumb. It's very dumb. And she just tackles her with the mascot suit. And I was like, "You could have done that." 10, Ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. You didn't need... <laughs> you didn't need, need Zendaya to set you up for it. 
You didn't need to, like, put on the suit. You could have just, like, snuck up on... Just snuck up on... I guess you could have, like... She could have, like, ordered everyone to, like, keep her safe or whatever. But literally, in the time it would have taken her to lift the phone, she would have been on the ground. Okay. Then the phone goes flying. Zendaya catches it. It's, like, super slow-mo. It's supposed to be very dramatic. Whatever. Doesn't she just, like... She puts that to the speaker. The little speaker in the gymnasium. And says, release. So then everyone's fine. Everyone goes back to normal. Like, again, back to normal probably would have worked better but everything's fine but again another wild thing that happens in this everyone's just like that was weird anyway let's keep this game going right boys like yeah let's play some b-ball i like the women don't say like dude why were you like that for like 10 minutes no idea who cares let's just keep also the game doesn't even matter the game starts for like five seconds and then guess what we motherfuckers, it's dance off time. No, oh, yeah. Even, we don't even see this game. Get no, we played. don't know who wins. We don't get any resolution no, on whether or not no. Adam gets Does a college. Does he go to college? Game. Who knows? He's probably broken, destitute. I don't know. But uh, it's you're right. I almost, I kind of almost forgot we had a dance off. Still, the other thing that happens is that Zendaya immediately just drops the phone on the ground and crushes it with her high heel. Even though that I feel like that would that would take a lot of effort to break a smartphone with just yeah. the high heel. And then Taylor's like. What, you're just going to break it? Like, oh, there's so much you could have done. And she's like, nah, boys are cool. I don't remember what she says. This ending sucks. It's a really bad ending. But it is saved by the dance-off. Is it saved by the dance-off? Okay, okay, it's not saved, but I really like the dance-off. The dance-off is fun. I didn't mind the dance-off so much. I think one of my biggest problems with the dance-off is that none of the music is memorable. You can tell no. the last song is Zendaya singing, like it's like an original song. Yeah, I, like prob- I, th- I remember seeing a music video that was like, this from Zapped, which you probably heard as our interstitial music. I couldn't even remember it. It's so, like, it doesn't, it's so boring. It doesn't yeah. even stick in my mind. Yeah, no, I, know, I agree. I know what you're talking about. But at the same time, the first, the varsity routine is whatever. I didn't care about that. But then, but also, like, fourth or fifth wild thing that happens she tells the four J other four JV guys, you know what, guys, just go out there and this dan- is wild. Dance with your heart. She's like, just like, have fun. Just with have it, fun. Guys. Do your Maori stomping. Like, do whatever you want. So what that implies is that they're none- gonna suck. No, 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 no. What that implies is that none of what we are about to see is choreographed. All of it is just off them the cuff. Them having fun. Them having a grand old time, and it is the most perfectly coordinated choreographed dance. And it, like I said, it's a really good dance number. I like it. It's fun. But the fact that they insinuate that it's not choreographed is insanity. It's crazy town. And like they do they do the Maori stomping and it's cool and everyone loves it. And they go and, the, cra- and then the dance routine is sick. It's sick. It's awesome. Which but also, it's aggressively choreographed. Also, we forgot to mention, we after the Varzi routine, we see the applauseometer. And, and it's, it's like, like it, I was expecting three fourths of the way. I was expecting like a dial or something, or like a small machine that had like a one to one hundred or something. What they have is like a projector that projects a circle on a wall that looks like a speedometer. It's incredibly but the mar- shitty. The markings make no sense. It's like one, two, three, four, one hundred. Like it's. I don't know what. The I don't know how. Was. Yeah, it was insane. 
But uh, then they win with the applauseometer, and they're like, "All right, JV's going to state. Screw you, Taylor." And by the way, you mind controlled everyone, and you're not going to face any repercussions no, for that. No, none. That's and uh, also, also, guys, we're not being lazy here. I want to just be clear: the resolution on this movie yeah. is very minimal. Also, like, I you do not wanna... wrap up a lot of loose. Also, I don't know what kind of theming they were doing, but Zendaya is wearing a shirt during the dance number that just says "boys." Yep, and just the word "boys." Just the word "boys." And I don't get who thought that. Was like theming, but I was like, "Why is tying we, it all together?" We, we, watched, we, we watched most of the movie separately. We watched the ending together, and then we both looked at each other and was like, "Is Does she wearing boys? boys? It's just a shirt that says boys." It's almost in the vein of Jack from Get a Clue, where it's just a shirt that says Navy. And boys, we are the boys in motion. We give you our devotion, boys. We are the boys in motion. We give you our devotion. Tell me what you feel inside. Tell me what you're trying to hide. I can't feel. The rhythm of your heart. All right, we gotta stop. Hey, hey, what you talking about? That's all I Come know. Come on, everybody, scream and shout. Make some noise with the boys. We are the boys. Okay, all right, now we can stop. Guys, sorry. I'm, I'm not sorry. That's a, that's a bop. See, that's the something that sticks in your head. Yeah. You remember it forever. <laughs> Zendaya song, not rememberable at all. Rememberable? Memorable. <laughs> there you go. But so then, when does the resolution with Jackson come? Is it after the dance, or is it before the dance? I think, I don't fucking know. I think it's know. before the dance. I don't care, I hate but, this But scene. so they have a resolution where she admits that she mind-controlled him to the, to kiss her, and she's like, hey, so I know that happened, and it was weird. Everyone's so accepting of mind-control. It's so easy to accept. He's like, nah, don't worry about it, smartphone. You want to go out on a real date one time? Like, an actual, like date and she's like I yeah hate these people it's dumb and contrived and i don't like it and he's a nothing character and i and i'm just gonna say well okay and then it ends on their them all going on a run with the dog and then she joins them they're a family now and then adam's like you know what sometimes girls just take a little longer to get ready and they all learn something <laughs> through and, this mind control adventure and then this movie's over and i'm happy and, that it's over. And Zendaya, Zendaya deserved better movie than this. I liked it in the beginning, but then the resolution was bad. And I love a dance off. Yeah, and if you're gonna tease me with a dance off, it better really be a great dance off. It was a okay dance off. It wasn't the best dance off not. I've ever seen. It was not. And I also liked the dance offs of lore that, <laughs> that that occurred in the practices more. And not this wasn't even fully fleshed out in the practices, but. Dance offs where it's like five, six, seven, eight, your move, and like they dance together. Yeah. Like they battle, like a dance battle. Dance, okay, yeah. And like this was just like two choreographed routines, neither, both of which were somewhat boring and not to good recognizable songs. Yeah, so. it, it was not. Great. It was kind of Those lame. are my big my big hits on this movie are um, Fake John Travolta although Kid will, and The Dance Off. Although I will say, and, and Gender Normativity, um, although I will say, as much as I'm saying she liked the beginning, she got off, uh, we both met at the airport on our flights home, and the second she saw me, she was like, I loved Zeph. Well, I hadn't seen the last 30 minutes. <laughs> you, you hadn't seen them at all? I thought you said you needed a refresher. No, I hadn't seen them at all. Oh, okay. But at the last 30 minutes, I loved this movie. I think I just liked when the boys were mind-controlled. I think it was just a <laughs> fa- fantasy fulfillment. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I didn't like this movie that much, but I didn't think it was terrible. Like I said, I really like some of the characters, and there's a, dec- a couple of decent gags. And I mean, I get that the whole mind control thing's pretty messed up, but it's like a Disney Channel original movie messed up stuff happens, like, every other day. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big a deal. But, I I mean, it's enjoyable. I, I don't think it's, like, a must-watch, but, I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't, like, want to kill myself at every turn. Like, I'm probably going to have to when we get to zombies. No. Oh. But... 
Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a worse modern DCOMs out there. This, it was pretty enjoyable. This one was fine. I, I I'm not mad at it, but I'm but I do think it could have been a little bit better and is slightly problematic, especially as you said in the first part in the social, political, pop cultural climate. But it was tough. It, yeah. All right, what's how are we wrapping this up? Taglines. Uh, we do have a tagline. It's been a while since we have a tagline. I feel like. Um, and like we said in the beginning, it's boys will be boys, but better. Which is confusing to me because there's also a recent Disney Channel original movie called How to Build a Better Boy. I which, thought this was the same movie. No, as it's that. a different movie where I think it's like reverse Pixel Perfect, where a girl builds a robot and boy, it's a robot boy. I can't wait till we touch upon that. <laughs> So are we going to do taglines for this? Yeah, or? yeah. My tagline for this movie is, boys will be normal, responsible, <laughs> fucking human beings. Okay. That's it. I mean, that's the, but that's not really a tagline. That's just how the world should work. Not apparently in this movie or <laughs> in the United movie. States of America. <laughs> My tagline was just like, your soul belongs to Zendaya now. <laughs> Because Zendaya! She, damn it! I ruined the tagline. I'm sorry, Zendaya. I keep saying it wrong. It's our fault. The media is brainwashed. Us Listen, to say hey, wrong. Zendaya, if you wanna tell me how to pronounce it in person, I'd love to meet you sometime. My other tagline <laughs> is: Boys will be fake John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Boys will be Danny Zuko in a beanie. <laughs> in a beanie. Um. But yeah, this that yeah, it's a bad, the boy. You're right. The boys will be boys. I'm if you've ever used the term boys, boys will, will be, be boys, boys. You should be shot at point blank <laughs> range. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's just true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, let's talk about ranking. So my rankings. Emma has them in front of them. So I'm just reading this for the audience. Uh, Xenon, 13th Year, Minutemen, Kim Possible, Halloween Town, Eddie's Made to Cook Off, You Wish, Smart House, Teen Beach Movie, Pixel Perfect, Halloween Town 2, Prince of Protection Program, Get a Clue, Johnny Tsunami, Poof Point, Emma, Xenon, Get a Clue, Halloween Town, Teen Beach Movie, Minutemen, 13th Year, Prince of Protection Program, Eddie's Made to Cook Off, Halloween Town 2, Pixel Perfect, Johnny Tsunami, Kim Possible, Smart House, Poof You Wish, Poof Point, You Wish, Emma. I'm gonna put this in between Pixel Perfect and Johnny Tsunami. Okay. I, I can see that. I mean, I, I'm still kind of shook that you thought Halloween Town 2 was better than Pixel Perfect, but I mean, they. We, we, me and I need to have a conversation about rankings, but um, we'll leave it to the Where are you ranking it? I'm ranking it. I'm going to rank it. I'm, rank it but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to rank it between Get a Clue and Johnny Tsunami. Okay. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to rank it between Prince of Protection Program and Johnny Tsunami because I liked more of the characters in this than I did in Get a Clue. Uh, wow, that's so fucking stupid. I look. I only liked Lexi and Get a Clue because Lindsay Lohan's a queen. I, I did like Brenda Song too, but she's yeah. not. But she's not in it enough. She's in barely. That's where I'm going to rank it. But. Let's talk about what we're watching next oh, month. Oh no, what are we watching? Well, next month's December, and I'm going to pick December, January, so I can do my birthday month, and then Emma will pick February, March. Um, so, but December's next, and uh, we did Johnny Tsunami last year to kind of try and avoid uh, the Christmas theme, but as I said last episode, Christmas is my favorite holiday. So, join us in December, where we'll be watching... The ultimate Christmas present. Speaking of Brenda Song. What is... Is that the weather control That's the weather one? machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a go. I, I remember one. really liking this I remember one. this one. It's I remember a, if I liked it. I know young, what it is. It's a young Brenda Song stealing a weather machine from Santa Claus. Good. I Love think it's it. only one... I think there's only, like, one other explicit... I don't remember Brenda Song being in this, but... I great. believe she's the main character. But, uh... I believe that the only explicitly Christmas Disney Channel original movie, aside from Twas the Night, is the other one. I don't even remember that. Neither do I. I just know it exists. Uh, but So we'll be doing that 
in December. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a fun Can't time. Wait. So join us for that next month, and uh, I think it'll be a good, good time. But before we let you go, as always, you can find us on AudioEntropy.com with a bunch of other great podcasts. We're going kind of long, so I'm not going to do a list of all of them, but they're all great. Check them out. There's a bunch of new shows. It's all cool. But you can find us online on the. Well, you can find us on that website. Um, you can find us on Twitter at DComedyPodcast. Um, give us a follow if you want to know when new episodes and bonus episodes are coming out. We probably need to do a poll for the next bonus episode soon, so keep your eyes on that whenever I post that poll. Uh, if you want to tweet about tweet about the show, about how you're enjoying it, we really appreciate it when you do that. Tons of people have been doing that. It's really nice to read nice things about us. And if, what's also nice to read nice things about us is on iTunes, because if you want to rate or review us on iTunes, it really helps us out a lot. So if you have the time or inclination, we'd really appreciate it. Give us good reviews. We've gotten all good reviews. But it, I want more. <laughs> okay. Well, you made it sound like people like gave us crap No, reviews. there's good ones, but there's not enough. Right. I get really bored during we the were... day. And sometimes I want to go look and read nice things about myself. <laughs> yeah. As we've said, Emma needs applause to live. Um, also, if you want to shoot us an email about, like, I don't know, whatever, if you, like, did you, you can shoot us an email at, at dcomedypodcast. If we said something wrong, let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, if you want to send us corrections. I'm not or, saying I'm going to correct myself, yeah, but it'd be I mean, nice to know yeah, if I'm spewing nonsense. Send, so if you want to send us a, Christmas, a virtual Christmas card or something, I don't know, send it to dcomedypodcast at gmail.com, and we would really appreciate it. Um, but I think, oh, Emma, where can they find you? At Emma Stone Tyler on yeah. Twitter. She should be easy to find. She just had a Justice League tweet go very viral. It's like got 15,000 likes or something. Woo. It's crazy. I'm at Wildfire underscore King. I am in no way, shape, or form viral. I've got like 50 followers, but whatever. I don't really use my Twitter that much. But I think that's going to do it for us. I think I said all the things. Was there something else I needed to plug? That's it. That's it. That'll be it for us. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you next time. DCOMs forever. Yikes. Protein pancake, my own special secret recipe. Hey. Hey, boy. Huh? Oh, look at that cat! Yummy from the chump. <laughs> what? Don't forget the house sauce. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, but I'm just gonna stick with my well, stick with my cottage cheese. <laughs> Where's my cottage cheese? Uh oh. You stole my cottage cheese? I thought you bought my pancakes!